Do you guys get a lot of AST people listening to this, or yeah, or where do you think most of the audience? So. Where do you think a lot of people, or how do the people come to it? Do you think? Um, I think it's a combination of uh, a special thing, and I think it's then some Twitter folk and um, no one that likes Brody listens to the show. I don't think. <laughs> that we've established that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Are there people that like me? Oh, come on! I don't know, dude. You get, you're the only person that can answer that question. I'm agnostic on that. So we start? Because this would be great We already to get have. <laughs> We've already begun. Is this the pre-show? Remember oh. that single uh, track of footsteps? No. That was me carrying the podcast. Oh, was it? <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. That's the Jesus thing. Right. right. I gotcha. <laughs> Andy, the summer's over. I never noticed. Did you really think you'd leave so fast? The Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. Sitting down with us. Let's just get into this because we've already gotten into it. Andy Wood. Andy Wood. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Andy Wood of Ann Arbor, Michigan, originally. Wow. You've done your research, yes. yes. Brody's, Brody does the research. I do not. This is well, the podcast. if you did more research, you'd find out I was born in Minneapolis, actually. But I moved when I was one year old, so. We pulled they your, both start with M. Yes. Yeah. Minneapolis. We pulled your long-form birth certificate <laughs> just to keep this a couple weeks ago topical. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the funny thing. You know, we, I mean, this is our uh, first uh, taping in a while. We, oh, yeah, yeah. We've lost a Bin Laden. Yeah. And gained yeah. a rapture uh, mania. Right, we're recording this on the 21st. Yeah, yes. So we should all not be here. But I heard it might be happening at Wait, 6, no, six no, o'clock. Are we, all, are we all so devout that we're worried that uh, we, <laughs> we haven't gotten our affairs together? I'm kind of, I'm not joking that I, I've been a little bit nervous. Because when there's that many people, I know there's no possible way, but I still was half nervous, half kind of hoping there was something to it. Because it'd be just cool to see something like that happen. I, yeah. I have the same amount of trepidation uh, for the rapture that I did for the Y2K bug. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the actual collapse of like the Y2K bug blowing up computers and planes falling out of the sky. I'm worried about people's reactions. Right, that's true. I'm more worried about idiots going ape than I am about Jesus coming back. Right, and, that, yeah. that occurred to me a couple days ago because yeah. I had a friend, um, some friends in Texas and they were saying... That they were cautioning each other, like, be careful on the road that day because they, uh, the wife has to work that day and has to drive somewhere and pick some stuff up. And her husband's just like, be aware. Yeah. Because you think people would be so disappointed that it didn't come true when they were hoping it would and that they would do something rash, or because. Right. Or they think it came true, but they weren't chosen. Oh, okay. So then they're just yeah. like, screw this. I can right. just do whatever I want. Which t- I have to say, I, and I nearly tweeted this and I deleted the tweet. I'm like, if you don't, if you're not raptured, you know, you can always unstick yourself by committing suicide. <laughs> and I thought about it, and I usually just go ahead and tweet whatever I think about because I don't care. Yeah. But but I thought about it, and I thought, yeah, I don't want to do that. You do have a lot of Twitter power, and uh, somebody could just make that decision based on your tweet. I could. So. I, I, would, I would hate to think that, that, that somebody would do that. You never know. Yeah. And I have no Twitter power. <laughs> I have none. But um, what was I going to say about it? Uh, the other thing... Maybe I had nothing to say about it. Um, oh, I haven't heard yet what the what the next 
because I'm sure come six o'clock, which I heard is the cutoff for when they're going to say it's definitely going to happen on the West Coast at six o'clock, then they'll have to just say, oh, we messed up on this part of the math. And I wonder how far they'll push it out this time if they'll say we meant it's a well, year from now, we meant it's a hundred years from now, or the Gregorian or the Julian versus the Gregorian right. calendar, where it's like yeah. fourteen days from now or whatever the the diff twelve days the difference. Um, the, the short answer is it's just not going to. happen. It's not going to happen. No, but you just wonder how the people who said it was. Yeah, well, that, are that's react. the thing. Is, well, look, think, look at it this way: uh, this has been going on as a going concern for two thousand years yeah. at this point. Almost two thousand years. You know, yeah. Jesus has been coming back. The millennium, the you know, has been going to happen pretty much since they rolled the stone away, which they really didn't. From wait a minute, yeah. I'm saying it's bunk. Is really what I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Did you guys hear about the guy who said he was going to jump off a cliff today, and then there's going to be a chasm that'll open up and take him to salvation, and he's going to do that no matter what, and he's got like a wife and kids. And they're like, what if you're wrong? I was like, oh, well, I'll be dead, I guess. Is Meg Ryan going to be standing next to him? <laughs> that City of Angels? Is that Joe versus the Volcano right Oh, now? no, I'm sorry. Jesus. Oh, where did I mess that up? Oh, now you took the Lord's name in vain. Now you're definitely yes. not going yeah, to be yeah. raptured. Oh, man, oh, man. So. So. But here, here is my point. Yes, your point. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I want to talk about, but two Portland and then two Los Angeles. Is that the correct trajectory, or am I missing? You, missed, you, you don't want to hear all the cities, Minnesota. do you? You missed Minneapolis. Well, I'm sorry. I thought I started with Minnesota. Yes, you're right. Minnesota, Minnesota to Michigan. Then to Illinois for a year. Then to Michigan for the rest of... Did you bring your resume? Yes. Do <laughs> you have references? Then high school, or college in upstate New York, then Boston for a little while, then San Francisco, then Portland, then Seattle, then LA. Right. I understand you went to an Ivy League school. The worst Ivy League school. It's barely Ivy. Yeah, Cornell. It's, I was going to say, is it Cornell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the butt of every Ivy League. I have a friend of mine who went to Cornell. Really? Yeah, he went for chemical engineering. Dropped mm. out. I was electrical. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How's it working out for you? It's uh, it, Actually, I mean, if I hadn't had that degree, then I wouldn't have had the jobs that I had right out of school, which wouldn't have allowed me to have some savings to start up the comedy thing full-time and so, the festival. So it was, yeah, it was good. good. Yeah, I, right. I'm glad I did All it. All joking aside. And it's a backup, I guess, although I forgot everything I learned, so I probably couldn't get a job in that field I hate anymore. that kind of crap. <laughs> luckily, luckily, my background is in softer sciences where I, you could pretty much just bullshit your way through it. Right. What's your background? Um, archaeology, anthropology, history. Oh, cool. That's just all garbage anyway, literally and figuratively. So you just, you just went into it for the money, right? One of those guys. Just uh, like... Yeah, no. <laughs> no but, but, but eventually ended up being for the money. and that's We've talked about this in the podcast. Wait, really? There uh, is money in archaeology? Uh, no, not really. Oh, okay. But, well, I mean, there's... Uh, I was going for extreme sarcasm with that comment. About there's it there's 10 to $13 an hour money in it for you. Oh, ooh. At least that's what it was mm-hmm. 10 years ago, 15 years ago when I was doing it. But, uh, yeah, I'm an English lit uh, bachelor's, so I'm rolling in the money. Nice. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah. Brody, Brody pulling up in his ox cart. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, when on my way in, I, I uh, nearly rear-ended uh, one of your flatmates. Oh, no. Um, but it all worked out fine. Because already he's like... What, wait, 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 a flatmate? What is this? This is like Soho? Hello, yes. Governor. <laughs> right, totally. And... Um, we checked it, he's, and we looked at it, he's like, oh, okay, and I'm like, Paul, said, no, it's all good, so we, we fixed it, it worked out, and he's like, but it looks like there's some damage to your front end, it was already there. Oh, nice. My car has been hit by so many people, so many times. And it should probably be hit a couple more times, <laughs> yeah. frankly. It's been, stole, I've had car, my car stolen and hit so many times since I moved here. Really? Yeah. How many times has it been stolen? 
Let's see. And um, you've gotten it back, evidently. Well, I, ha- used to, I used to live in a two-car household. <laughs> they hated it so much. <laughs> and uh, both cars were stolen. Both were recovered. Um, and then we're just a one-car household now. But even the old car had been smashed a bunch of times into, and this one has been smashed into at least three times. So when it was stolen, they just took the stereo? Or what are they, they just didn't even want oh, the yeah, car Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about breaking into it. That's a whole other story, yeah. No, but when it was stolen, you found it. What had they, yes. how was, what condition was it in when you found uh, it? Stereo, yeah. Stereo had been stolen from the one. The uh, other car was recovered in full except for the side, the passenger front door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was gone. The door was gone. The car was still intact. Well, I think with the door gone, that kind of means the car was not intact. Yeah, I guess you can't leave the intact. <laughs> just strictly door. speaking, we got a new door. We could, we could, we'll put the police reports up. You yeah, could, you can scan the police reports and put them up on shaky town. <laughs> I kind of can't believe it's that car stereos are still even worth the effort for someone to steal. Like when I got my yeah. new one put in, I had the old, took out the old one, and I thought I could get a few dollars for it. And I couldn't even get any credit towards the installation fee for the new. Like they're just they're worthless unless they're brand new. I don't know how you can tell instantly before breaking in if it's even worth your while to get that stereo out. It just seems yeah. stupid. I, I think not to stereotype the crackhead population, the crackhead American population. I think it's mostly crackheads or tweakers at this point. Like they just they can't get it out of their head that's no longer worth anything. Like they're just yeah, stuck in their ways. Those crackheads. Whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's convenient. It's. Like the low-hanging fruit, let's just say, of, of thievery. But how easy... It's not that... It seems like it's not that easy to take it out. Like, they usually have to fuck up your dashboard. Is this a swearing podcast, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Fuck we're, yeah. We're, we're um, the Nice. I'm just saying, crackheads, just look at some more creative ways of generating revenue. I don't think the stereo thing's working out. <laughs> I think that's one of the... Generating innovative revenue streams for yes. our addicted population is really, really important. To diversify it's very high streams. in my, uh, my, my, uh, my goals is, uh, in my first term, I think. <laughs> Your first term as president of Shaky Town. president of Shaky Town. I don't know. Does Shaky Town have a president or a mayor? I think Shaky Town has a lord mayor. I think a prime minister. Really? I don't know. No. See, I want to, this brings up, you had made in the launching of this podcast a Deadwood comparison. Oh, yeah. Are you a Deadwood fan? I've only seen the first season, but I, I loved it, yeah. You, you've seen it now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you share a surname with the, the show. Wait a second. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> that took me way too long. It's early <laughs> for me. Half a certain. And uh, you had made the comparison that you were swearing Janai's E.B. Farnham. Oh, yeah. I How did. dare you? Man, oh, man. Have you not, did you not, had you not seen it at that point? I, no, I had. I just. I it just it, took you. It took you a, almost a year to, to get mad your, about it yeah. for your ire. Is Farnham uh, Larry Daryl and Daryl yes. from? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, William Sanderson. His proper name is Larry Daryl Daryl. Yeah. Well, he changed it. The new. Well, when the new heart thing was big, he changed it and he changed it back. Right. right. After. Did you guys watch that show? I keep going off topic. Yeah. 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 Newhart? Oh, I yeah. loved that. Yeah. This, I never this, saw the Bob Newhart show. There's but not really Newhart. a topic here. Let me just let me just go go along and say, yeah. For for the new listener, for the new listener, in theory, we talk to creative types about moving to Los Angeles or living in Los Angeles, making a living, um, and we, the DIY ethos. Yes, or ethos if you're a pompous, pompous ass. Right. As I think I, ethos sounds more pretentious, but that's just me. <laughs> ethos, not ethos. It's like have, a soda pop thing. Right. Right. You grew I, up in you know ethos. Michigan. Where did I ta- quick quick test quick pop quiz? Where did I grow up? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Yes, so eth- ethos is... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying, I think ethos is definitely more... Pretentious? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Have you found your niche? See, that's another... I have a friend who convinced me to start saying niche because 
it's not pronounced niche. And I guess it is, well, it is but it's not but in it's our not. language. Yeah, right. I don't know. Well, there's well, see this. There's this. My my fight. My 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 biggest fight is is Forte versus Fort. Okay, no one should say Fort. What? That's no, no. It Fort is correct. However, the pronunciation that is most in use is like also, Forte Sumter. No, <laughs> totally different word. F O R T E is, is if if you say you know, uh, comedy is my forte. It, that it's comedy is my fort. Forte is a musical term meaning fast, strong, strong, not fast, loud. Yeah, loud. What do you think Will Forte's forte is? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, wait. So you're saying that the word forte meaning like a thing that you have aptitude a knack in? For, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so that should not your strength. Yeah, yeah. It's that's it's, not what language is it, and how should it be pronounced? I want to know. It's, it's from the originally from the Italian, but it's in English. It's fort, like Fort Courage, and that's true. It but, is an actual English word. Yes, the it's English not word meaning bastardization my, my, of. Yeah, well, it, I think it came originally. I don't have my etymological dictionary; it's at home. But, um, but yeah, yeah. And so, in theory, you're pronouncing it wrong. But the the, the accepted pronunciation, the modern pronunciation, is right. forte. Everybody says it. It's in the dictionary. So now. it's almost like That's you'll sound dictionary. dumb if you say it the right way. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. That's, even though it, you're pedantic if you say it the right way. I'm right. pedantic. I try and say it the right way because it really bothers me that forever I said it the wrong way. Yeah. On the same way with me versus I because there's so many cases where you're supposed to use me and everyone just thinks, oh, if you're smart, you know that I is always the right. No, if it's an object, it's going right. to be me. If it's a subject, it's I. You. Thank you. Yeah, but I mean if you say that, like, can you please give that to him and me? That sounds wrong, right. but that's right. And if you say yeah. it that way, yeah. like you sound like you don't know what you're talking about when in fact you're – you have to Being diagram the concerned about people. you have to diagram. Yeah. It's it's if you want to. I mean, it's basically between prescriptivist looking, you know, uh, prescriptivist idea of language, which is you can only say what's right in the dictionary, and then the other one. Uh, it's been a little while since I've been in linguistics, but I believe it's descriptivist is the other one, and that's where right the way the you goal talk is in to Baltimore, get a message across, no matter how you do it. Kind the way of, you, yeah, the way you talk in Baltimore is just as legitimate as the way you talk in. Beverly Hills. If it conveys the information you want it to convey. What, yeah, if, exactly. what, if, what if it's the Beverly Hillbillies talking about their cement pot? <laughs> cement. That's a good question. I think, well, language is designed to communicate an idea. So if you can get that idea across, you've, you've, you've been successful. Yeah, I don't think there's a wrong way of talking. <laughs> well, but then again, like you're not just transferring your idea. You're also giving people an impression of you as a person. And that's the other thing about it. Right, 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 right. right, right, right. The Shaky Town Linguistic Hour is on the yes. air. Let's get all chosen. Anyway, how did we get onto this? Because we're talking about the uh, the purpose of the podcast, I think, right? Right. Correct. And you were going to ask about Newhart. Right. You had a specific Newhart-related question. No, I didn't. I just like it. Okay. I do, too. And <laughs> I did made... you watch the Bob Newhart show? I didn't watch the Bob Newhart show. Yeah. See, I think you, there's a, there's an extra layer of... Newhart. I should go back. I think it's on Hulu, though. Dude, do it. If you haven't watched it, yeah. it's really... I mean, it, that that of that era of sitcoms, probably the best, if not... Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Character-based and generally not so dumb. I mean, it's in that Mary Tyler Moore vein. Yeah. You know. When sitcoms were really shitty for the most part. They were making very, some good TV. Good. Yeah. Nice. very, very good. You can see one of the cast members in Joe Wilson's Vampire Mom. As a matter of fact. As a matter of fact. Oh, don't tell me. I know who that is. That's uh, She was on The Simpsons, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, She's Mrs. Crabapple. 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 <laughs> what is her name? I can't think of it now. Marshall Wallace. Marshall Wallace. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I know what we got in this topic because you were saying Shake It Down is like Deadwood. 
All right. That's how this all started. Okay. I am not Evie Farnham. I'm maybe Dan Doherty because I do all the dirty work and you take the credit. Is that Tim Oliphant? Is that Doherty? <laughs> no, uh, no, no. Dan, that, he's Bullock. Okay. That would mean we Dan were Dan Doherty. Dan Doherty. Dan Doherty is. Uh, um, He's the guy in uh, Something About Mary who, uh, the, the, <laughs> the mentally challenged brother, have you seen my big ball? <laughs> oh, I for- which is which which is awesome. Yeah. Because when somebody told me that, I'm like, he is a great actor. Speaking of the, the other Dugwood thing, <laughs> did it blow your mind when Jerry Jewell from Facts of Life showed Jerry up? Jerry Jewell, yeah, totally. I can't believe, yeah. That's... Somebody call the camp. <laughs> She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I want her on the show. Dude, do it, man. In fact, can we just stop recording for a minute? Let's go make some calls. calls. Um, No, yeah. I mean, we work in tandem, so we're not rivals like Bullock and uh, and uh, Swearingen. You're really trying to convince me. I'm sorry. I I believe I believe it's pronounced Swedgen. Swedgen only only in Chinese. Yes. Um, Only by the heathen celestials. Andy Wood. If you were a Deadwood character, what Deadwood character would you be? I can only remember actors' names. I can't remember um, character names. Yeah. Wow, I can't relate to any of them, really. I mean, I guess everyone would want to be Bullock, right? I mean, I don't think I'm a swear engine. I type. wouldn't want to be Bullock, man. Bullock is kind of an a-hole. He's a total a-hole. But they're all a-hole. Who's not an a-hole? Who um, comes out the of the... little girl, Sophia. I don't want to be a little girl. Ellsworth, Ellsworth's <laughs> kind of Ellsworth a... was not an a-hole. Although Ellsworth, I mean... Here's a question for Andy. Do you snitch, or do you look the other way when Dory oh, pushes... Man. Did you, oh, Mr. Garrett, off the yeah. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. What? That in the first season? That yeah. was like the first. That was like the first episode. I wasn't think. It? Maybe it was the second. Episode. Oh, no, I'm no, sorry. That's right. When they went out to look at the, get the, the, the claim. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. A couple episodes in it. Oh, I forgot about all that. Oh man, I don't know. I don't. I think I'm afraid to be a snitch. I don't know. I haven't. Oh, been... I know who I am. <laughs> who are you? I'm, I'm Tom Mason. That makes sense. To keep the Nick, to keep the Nick Offerman <laughs> thread going on this. <laughs> is Nick in that show too? He was Tom Mason. He's the guy that tries to kill uh, Buffalo Bill for killing his brother. This has been four years since I've watched it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He gets really, really roaring drunk and goes and tries to kill Buffalo Bill. And I think that was in like the second or third That's episode. Right. But he doesn't look like it. I mean, it's. The, the, I only knew it was him in, in retrospect. Yeah. When somebody pulled Yeah, I just found out that the other day too. Right. Good Parks and Rec finale the other night, by the way. I have not seen it. I haven't watched the show at all ever yet. What? Do you, yeah, yeah. I've heard it was. I've heard it's gotten a lot better. Like the AV Club had this uh, this inventory of shows that started yeah. off poorly and ended up being really good. I don't think it started good. off poorly. I honestly don't think it wasn't like it wasn't roaringly funny. But it's. Um, I saw a comparison to The Simpsons. Um, who's I, I can't remember who they were interviewing, but but, but they're talking about the the oh 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 um, what's his name who plays Jean Ralphio um, mm-hmm. Schwartz yeah. Um, the they're comparing it to The Simpsons and that you're, they're building this like real like a universe yeah, yeah. a universe it's it's a, a real town. town it's a real town and the mm-hmm. same people show up in town meetings and you know it's yeah. just like um, I, so I think some of it's a slow burn but come on you know it's like Aziz Ansari and Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman and yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's like yeah the first season establishes the characters but <clears throat> yeah. it's the next three seasons that really yeah. explore the universe yeah so. and it didn't seem from the start that it was just sort of Cribbing a lot from the office. Okay. Yeah, I think all those shows. I didn't return to it af- until like between seasons three and four, and then I caught yeah. up on all of them and loved it. And then I've just been watching season four. Yeah. And it is it is the mockumentary still. Kind of, do they uh-huh. address the camera sometimes still? Yeah. yeah. I don't understand why everything in the last ten years has to be because it's successful. But it just makes no sense. Like um, whenever those shows 
like even Arrested Development, obviously great, but not above reproach to me because it didn't have to have all that shaky handheld camera stuff. Like the idea behind the Christopher Guest movies was we're parodying a documentary, mm-hmm. so there's a purpose of this documentary, right. and you can see how it would be in that universe being made as a documentary, and these characters are ridiculous. Right. But then eventually you get to the point in The Office where if we're still ostensibly in the middle of this documentary, like how do the cameras get access to some of this stuff? Right. That they, and if they're stuck in situations, so are the cameramen. And why aren't they, I, it's, it's so bizarre. Like, I, why I does have everyone script, have to... I have a script that I'm never going to finish that is a documentary-style sitcom about people shooting a documentary-style sitcom. That so, was done also on Channel One Hundred One documentary, the series. I know I, that's why I'm probably never going to finish it because I know it's 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 low hanging fruit at this point. But but the yeah exactly. Just like what's the what's the thing they're making on the office? And when are we going to see it? You know, well, I think wasn't didn't didn't Steve Carell say that? Let me know if this is ever going to air. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. You know, it's like I, I and I, I'll be honest, I have not watched episode one of the American version of the Office because I'm a pedantic a hole and <laughs> like the British Office. Blah, blah, blah. No no, the American one's great too. I'm sure it's the same thing with yeah. I just Parks and Rec. Yeah. And so, um, I, I I can't really speak about. It. But yeah, no, I'm I'm in the same boat because Modern Family's the same way. Yeah. Oh. I, I hate Modern Family. See, I, I hate it. I, I'm split down the middle. I, I, half of Modern Family is really, really good, really, really funny, and half is not. And it's kind of like, it's like a weird combination of the most broad, crummy sitcom and a really witty sitcom. And they just yeah. kind of jam them together. And exactly. They're trying to have everything. They're trying to have every aspect of all these genres. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like, um, it's like chocolate chip cookie dough and dog food ice cream it's like sometimes right. you bite in and you get a delicious nugget of chocolate ben chip. and jerry's is getting desperate right, totally um that kid is too pretentious i hate a pretentious kid i mean not pre- pretentious precocious i hate a precocious he's, kid no anything. he's pretentious too you, you nailed it I mean, yeah 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 exactly no they really ramp that shit up and it's like i yeah um but i'm a fan i mean i i, I I've only watched one episode. <laughs> That's what I do with something is watch one episode and then give up on it. That's what I did with uh, Buffy, honestly. And it's it's really tough because um, I had been going... I, I'm going to miss them this month. Um, but there's been these writing panels at uh, Meltdown. Nerdist at Meltdown. And a lot of the writers have been people who work on Buffy and stuff. And it's great and it's interesting. And I've learned a lot from listening to them. But it's like, I, I, not, I wasn't a Buffy fan. Yeah. And, and, and so many friends of mine are just obsessed with loved that show yeah and I couldn't get past the pilot well the pilot so, so this is this is one where I will say honestly say because they did like a half season mid-season replacement for the first season yeah. it's like yeah, 12 episode or 10 episode or something ridiculous like that and it's shitty oh it's hor- It's absolutely horrible if you just watch the first couple episodes of Buffy yeah. and that's because that's what I did when it, when it first yeah. came out the acting is bad it was like boo and it's crummy but you get past that I think I've talked about this on the show. My, my Buffy experience is Buffy used to come on, like, right, right, at nine a.m. or eight a.m. Right. in the morning when I was getting dressed, and I would turn on the TV, and you know it was on FX from the night before, and I would watch like half of an episode of Buffy, and then I'd come home and it was on repeat, and I'd watch the other half when I got home, and and I eventually got hooked into it because it's a really well written show and it's a well character yeah. acted, you know everything is is really good about it, but. Were I to have tried to watch the first few episodes, yeah, 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 done, done. And I figure, I mean, in something, and this is a good, um, <clears throat> actually, segue into the question I have for you, uh, which you can speak to as far as being a, a curator. Mm-hmm. I mean, some things just are gonna hit 
you differently than they hit other people. Of course, yeah, yeah. So how does that um, how does that affect your decision making process when you? Um, of course, for the un- for the uninitiated yeah, listener, Andy would um, is the, the founder and, and curator. What of the triumvirate? Yes, <laughs> uh, of Bridgetown Comedy Festival in Portland, and um, so I mean, you're, which is April, late April, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Actually, let me ask you about that. How did, how did the, how this most recent installment go? It was great. Was this it was three? this is the fourth year. Fourth year. Yeah, so it was the biggest by far. We had a big turnout. Um, the fans seemed to know about it before we even. It's it seems like hit its stride now, and so that it's it's enough of a known entity in, in Portland and elsewhere that we don't even have to do as much marketing. Um, like I think we had we had required questions on the ticket buying form about how you heard about it. And I think half the people who bought tickets were people who had been there previous years or more. So it's really good that there's repeat business. Um, people seem to think that we pick good comics, which is great. And um, yeah, the shows were great. The comics were great. Uh, we all got some Andy Dick stories out of the weekend. Um, right. But nothing was actually. There were no charges filed against pressed against anybody. Um, yeah, no, it was it was it was a success. I think. Yeah. Is there, is there how much can you get into about that? Um, I guess it's not telling tales out of school to say he got naked on stage. Uh, I think he had, he had a character that involved taping his genitalia to his leg, and uh, he he taped it too hard, and he couldn't um, use the facilities without assistance from not even I don't think they were festival volunteers. I think they were just people that worked at one of the venues who had to help him untape himself. And in the process, I think also got soiled. Um, nice. Yeah, it's maybe that was telling tales out of school. I should come to think of it. Um, <laughs> we can we can take that out if you want. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, he he wasn't he wasn't as on the wagon as as we had thought. So yeah, and as the news would uh, come out later. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. With another arrest. Yeah, he missed he missed his flight, and I think he ended up just wandering the streets of Portland for a couple of days, making friends as Andy Dick is wont to <laughs> at do. At least, yeah. See, at least at least he's a he's a, a personable guy. Well, um, he call, I, I have a new nickname after the weekend, which is Fun Killer. I was dubbed that by Andy at some point during the weekend because I was trying to get him to stop um, doing the things that he does. Well, no, he was he was just out. He was wasted, but he was out in the street just talking to fans who are all like. There's so many Andy Dick enablers in the world. Like anybody on uh, the street, ninety yeah. percent of the public in right, this country right. are are potential Andy Dick enablers. Right, right, like right. nobody, everyone loves party Andy Dick. No one wants to help him uh, stay sober enough to get or on stage or not piss himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are selling him pot cookies. Uh, yeah. So I had to try to get him on stage, and he. Like, you're a fun killer. That's your name. You're a fun killer. Because <laughs> so, I wanted him to do the show that he came to There's do. There's your tattoo, dude. Yep. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I think, uh, I think, uh, yeah. But otherwise, without incident? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, <laughs> relatively speaking, that's pretty minor. Yeah, no, I think it was good. It was is really that, good. Is that kind of, it, so that, it's not too much of asking, like, well, Mrs. Lincoln, the other player. than that, how's the fun? Oh, uh, yeah. Right, Apart so. from that, I was, yeah. Uh, no, it was really fun. I like it. A little long. <laughs> the answer to that? Oh, yeah. How was that? Yeah. The, uh, the she stayed till the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, well, you know, you pay the You time. guys aren't going to stop the play right now, are you? What? <laughs> Vince, they carry them. <sighs> they didn't stop the wrestling pay-per-view for Owen Hart. You're not going to stop. Yeah, because I think you can conflate <laughs> the Ford's theater production of Our, Our American Cousin. <laughs> oh, look with, at you. Right? With a member of the Hart Who doesn't know that? That's true. That's, That's one of those trivia things that everybody knows. Somebody else we've lost since the, the last day. We was Macho Man. John Wilkes Booth, yeah. <laughs> Too soon. The what? Macho Man. Oh, Randy Macho Man Randy Savage died? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. did you hear that? When was that? Have you not Yesterday. been on Twitter for the last 48 hours? I haven't, no. 58 so. years old. Yeah. In Florida. Had a heart attack at the wheel. 
Oh, and man. And crashed his car. Yes. His wife was in the car. She's okay. Oh. Are, are people being, I'm guessing twi- Twitter, twi- the, twi- the Tweetiverse is being very um, reverential, I'm it's, sure. It's half, They're respecting. Like, it's half people like, dude, I grew up with him. This sucks. And like, like people like me who feel like sad and like feel old that like all the people I It is weird. It is weird. Grew up watching. Yeah, yeah it's weird. You know? it's, and then there's other people like. To Slim Jim. Slim yes. Jim well, snapped into uh, whatever. Uh, Nikki Glaser, I think, said it, said it best where it's like, okay, for the next 24 hours, all the comedians I know are going to be s- strangely serious about it. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> that's what she tweeted on Twitter. And it's true, and it's true. I think, I mean, I, I immediately went to the to the jokey place, but but it is weird. It is weird. I don't remember you saying anything on the line, though. No, I didn't did you go to the jokey place in Shaky Town? I did. <laughs> it's right around the corner from uh, the jokey something place, else. The jokey place is the comedy club in Shaky Town. <laughs> How you know that would be the name of the place? The, the Jokey Place. <laughs> That's actually not a bad. I mean, as stand-up comedy club names go, that wouldn't yes, be the worst. It is no, it is no Screw your rooster courage to the Jokey Place. <laughs> rooster teeth feathers. Rooster oh. teeth feathers. Okay, so much. So I'm sure if I looked on Twitter right now, it would be yeah. all Macho Man and um, that's and um, Rapture. Rapture. My, my, well, no. Both sometimes at the same time. <clears throat> right. I said. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, God took Macho Man first. Yeah, stuff. My, no, my, the worst the worst thing I said was was I bet the he, Macho Man died of a heart attack. I bet his arterial plaque looks looks like a Slim Jim grease. Uh, no, see that's you're just speaking out against uh, unhealthy eating. I am. Yeah, that's not. I'm, you know, I'm getting a message in with the joke. That's what I do. <laughs> that's that's my reason. I, I feel like he probably didn't even eat the stuff. I think he was purely a. a sports oh, I, f- yeah. I think he probably. I don't think he ate it in the commercial. Or did he snap? Did he actually bite him? In, or did he just yell? Exhort other people to. Or what if he was paid entirely in jerky? (laughs) (laughs) Given those guys and the way their their money tends to get, you know. Well, in Obama's America, that's the currency we're going to have to resort to. Yes, that's true. I think I I I don't want to run a bit on the air, but there was uh, in Portland. I was living in this neighborhood that had uh, the guy lived across the street from me. I think he was getting kicked out of his I think there was meth involved really and right. I think he was close to being evicted and he knocked on my door I'd never met him before and asked me if he could borrow five dollars because he wanted to finish making a batch of beef jerky <laughs> that's the honest to god truth I mean I talk about it on stage but it's yeah. not an exaggeration yeah, at right, all right. and I just was so dumbfounded I didn't know what to do so I just gave him the five dollars just to like yeah. get him away and he said right. thanks but, but I can't also I can't pay you back in cash I have to pay you back in jerky <laughs> Fair enough. And, and I thought I wouldn't see him again. Then the next day he came back with jerky. And then I took <laughs> it just because I don't know what to do. And then he thought that meant that I liked jerky, where I was just being polite because I don't. I just wanted to get it. It was such a weird sure, sure. situation. So then he would come back with future batches that he'd made that I guess he would sell door to door just to try to make ends meet. And he thought that I liked jerky because I took that off his hands that one time. Was it so then, No, it was shitty. I also thought it would have been really good because I thought it would be homemade, but it looked like store-bought <laughs> that was just heated up and in this little thermosy pouch with a zipper. Um, but then you keep trying to sell more things to me. I was like, no, I was just being polite. I never wanted the jerky right. in the first place. I was confused and gave you right. Money. Yeah, yeah. But I like the idea that maybe yeah, that, that could be a currency of the future and like the new depression oh, that we're will. in. Oh, it will. And then later on, he tried to sell other. Th- like he was obviously right, right. at that his at the end of his rope financially because he was just selling trinkets from around his house. He tried to sell me this porcelain eagle that was just probably on his mantle. <laughs> It was like a reverse garage sale where he's bringing the shit uh-huh. to you. Uh-huh. You should have offered to pay him back in Jerky Boys CDs. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh, Brody. It reminds me of that character, um, I forget the name of the Heather Graham movie, but there's a character played by the singer of Everclear, and he she lends him money. Oh, Ed Everclear. Art Alexakis. Yes. <laughs> also a Portland native. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Man about was town. He if he wasn't born there, he was raised, he, like, he, it's it's his place. Like uh, He is... Uh, his town. 
Yeah, it's like one of those things where he stayed there, so he he is kind of Portland royalty in spite of the fact that Everclear hasn't been on the radar for a while. And Portland is strictly anti-monarchist as far as yes. <laughs> it's a feudal royalty. something. What were you going to say about him? So he was in the Heather uh, Graham movie. Yeah, she he lends she lends him money at the beginning of the movie and doesn't expect ever to see it again. And then he at the very end in the movie, I guess, pops back up with it. Oh, and lends. Gives it back. That's that's the point. Then lends it back to her. That's it's, like a, it's a poetic thing that I'm sure works into the greater plot of the movie. What's the movie called? Ah, that dude who borrowed money from me. By by O Henry. By O Henry. Yeah, no, I, I honestly can't remember, and I don't have the means to look it up at the moment. I, I but, do. I can look it up. Um, this is important. I'll go to the video. <laughs> but speaking of people you grew up with in a town, I just just reminded me, like Andrew W K is an Ann Arbor guy, isn't he? Andrew W K and I were on the swim team and water polo team together. Yep. Oh, okay. So this is I did not know. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, Andrew Wilkes' career was the sh- was the kind of quiet, brooding kid. Uh, he was. Let's see. He would have been. A freshman when I was a junior, so we had two years together of swimming and water polo. Okay. And I, yeah, I don't remember much about him at the time. I didn't know he played music or anything. He was just yeah. really quiet and sort of intense. And he was in some Ann Arbor hardcore bands. I guess, but again, that was off my radar. I wasn't. I, I wasn't. It, right, by right. no means was I cool in high school. <laughs> I mean, I'm not now, but um, yeah, I wasn't tapped into anything going yeah, on. Yeah, you're kind of a fun killer. Yes, this is true. This is true. So Andy Dick says. No, but it's funny because like I heard uh, my mom told me in back in like I guess two thousand or so, she said, I was out to dinner with Andrew Wilkes Creer's mother, and I just found out that he got signed to Island Records that has a four hundred thousand dollars recording contract. <laughs> I was like, what? Andrew Wilkes Creer from the Waterpolo team, <laughs> <laughs> and then which is I think how he likes to be addressed, by the way. Yeah, yeah, from the Waterpolo team. Yeah, and then uh, when the album came out, because my my parents and his parents are pretty close, and they actually he moved into the house that my mom grew up in. His parents bought the house that my mom spent her whole childhood in in Ann Arbor, uh, which is also, there was something else notable about it. Oh, um, Iggy Pop also played there because he went to high school with my parents, and he was a drummer in a band called the Iguanas, and they played at my mom's 16th birthday party at that house. My mom also sort of dated him in eighth grade. They went to a dance together. Jimmy Osterberg? Jim Osterberg gave my mom a corsage. Um, Is that that what they called it? Yes, indeed. But my dad beat him for student council president. My mom and dad went to the same... Your dad beat him for giving your mom a corsage. This is also... Yeah, I have... There's a... If you buy that out, there's an album of the Iguanas music, which is just him on drums, and they're just doing covers of, like, surf rock stuff. And on the liner notes, you can see there's a campaign poster for when Jim was running for student council back in eighth grade. (laughs) Nice. But my dad beat him. Um... Anyway, so yeah, so I told my parents when the album came out to tell Andrew's parents how awesome it is because it's fucking awesome. Like that first <laughs> "I Get Wet" is like yeah, one yeah. of the best albums of the last ten years. And um, she told him and said that uh, he told his parents to tell my parents to tell me that he remembered that I was the only upperclassman on the water polo team who was nice to him, and Aww. he appreciates that. So that's. that's very cool. I was surprised about it. His his second coming as a motivational spokesperson. And like he he's been on like Greg Gutfield's Red Eye on Fox. Yeah, yeah, he's he's just a man. He's a Renaissance man. Yeah. yeah. And I always like defend him to people that don't get it and think it's all like a put on because it's genuinely he is that intense and that positive all the time. Like I don't think it's at all yeah. an act, which is awesome. Have we discovered the name of the Heather Graham movie? Uh, rid of me, Rogue River, Dish Dogs, Room to Breathe. Ned's declassified. What, what year was this? Andy Funkiller Wood, your favorite Heather Graham movie. Um, Boogie Nights, obviously. Right? Roller Girl. Yeah. Roller Girl. Yeah, or, uh, but Hangover or Boogie Nights are both really solid movies. Yeah, so. I'm kind of disappointed that she's on Hangover. But it makes sense for the plot. For yeah. Right. We could have at least gotten a Thai lady boy dressed her up like Heather Graham. <laughs> 
they should have gotten a Thai lady boy dressed as Roller Girl. Dressed as Heather Graham. As Roller Girl. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to lay it out from A to Z for. And speaking I, of boogie nights, boogie nights, boogie nights uh, we should make note of the fact that we are essentially in a boogie nights pool house right now, which is why yeah. I moved into the place where I am in the valley. That's yeah. pretty. Yes. Well, I worked the the Vons that I was a courtesy clerk at was right across the street from where where he gets uh, where where. Uh, What's Wahlberg gets beaten up in the parking lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's basically behind the Vons that I used to work at. That little section there, the country club. In Burbank Ch- somewhere? Ch- no, in, in Reseda. Oh, oh. Chuck Lannis' country club, where, where the, which is the, the nightclub they were at. That's down the street. used to be a save-on. Was, was the country club uh, rock a venue. And then now it's like a Mexican church. Um, but that, that stretch between like Lindley and Sherman Way, they filmed... A buttload of boogie nights. When I watched it, I was just like, "Hey, Saint Catherine of Siena." And then this, well, we're a block away from Magnolia of yeah. of Magnolia fame, and two blocks from the Foxfire Lounge. You know that place, mm-hmm. the bar from the scene with William H Macy in mm-hmm. Boogie Nights, or in Magnolia. Mm-hmm. That's right around the corner from my house. I, I don't know what, what year. What year was that movie? Oh, I don't know. I guess you, you probably would have if you looked up Arts IMDb. Page, I am. Arts, I am art at Arts IMDb page. Oh, okay. That's why, Interesting. that's why there's nine titles as opposed to right, 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 right. American, that's a TV series. It's committed? New York Car Thief? You played committed. Me. Committed, oh. Yes, Heather Graham Committed. And Art Alex Hawkins is in that, huh? Yeah. As, a, as New York Car Thief. Nice. Oh. So, yeah. Anyway, so we've we've determined... We've, we've determined a couple things so far. Yes. And we're only just getting started. Oh, Goran Vishnik was in that. Ah, of ER. Who's that? He on ER was the Serbian doctor. Croatian. Croatian? Well, he's Croatian. I don't know. Okay. I, I still don't know my Herzegovinian. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I should because <clears throat> that's in my family tree. Somewhere. He looks like a vampire. Yeah. I can't picture him. Anyway, pray continue. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, wait. What were we talking? Uh, let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> Deadwood, Shaky Town. You were explaining what this podcast is half an hour ago. I, I just want to say I am not E.B. Farnham. <laughs> right, E.B. But if you're Calibre's not that, in town, E.B. Shaky Town was the analogy that Shaky Town is like Deadwood in that, and then we went on that digression. Yeah, and that we kill people and feed them to pigs. I think somebody on AST actually, um, which we were talking about before we were recording. Um, yeah, they. I think they. they a special thing that comedy. It's a comedy fan community and the, uh, on the internet. Yes, I think somebody made the Shaky Town Deadwood comparison in our very early years. Did they? Yeah. Early was it beard? Years. Sounds like something we our early our early year. Was yeah. it just beard based though? I do have a beard <laughs> for those of you at home. And I, I I do not have a beard actually. I am clean shaven. I am literally clean shaven for the first time in a very very long time. I, do. I tend not to put razor to face. I do. I, I use a trimmer and then I just go with stubbly bits. Andy Wood, your grooming habits. I do not have a beard right now, but I've been known to have a beard in the past. Um, and I've been accused of only liking beard bands <laughs> by my girlfriend, April Richardson. Um, I don't know why she insists on... Friend of the show? Friend episode four. You, you go, girl. All right. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know why. She claims that I like be- bands that have beards, and that's not... That maybe like 20% of the bands that I like have beards. Right. That it's painting with with broad strokes to be a uh, ZZ Top. And <laughs> of course, who doesn't ZZ, like that? Who doesn't like ZZ Top? Right. Seriously, and, and ironically, socialists. 
Exactly. Okay. But the thing is, every band is uh, a mere is a scant few weeks away from being a beard band. When you think about it, I mean, unless it's a girl band. That's true. Well, that's true. Yeah. Tigra. Okay. <laughs> I rest my case. Or or Unix. <laughs> oh, I was thinking UNIX. I'm an idiot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or or yes, or the operating system <laughs> Unix. <laughs> no, you you went to computers. You went to cutting off balls. Yes. Why? Well, yeah. Okay. The intersection of those is uh, what? A lot of know. Unix programmers do not use their testicles. Mm-hmm. Do not get opportunities to use their testicles for the purpose for which they were designed. <laughs> Let's say. Shall we say? Um, anyway, EB. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you the dandority because you also like underage girls. <laughs> Megan's not that much younger than me. <laughs> but aside from deciding which characters you are, what else about Deadwood is similar to Shaky Town? Or was that this the soul thing? We're yeah, on the okay. podcast Frontier. Okay. Um, which is not much of a frontier now. I'm ready to move on to the next frontier. Like like the, you know, when a gold rush happens and then, then the... And Star Trek. What, what's the... But I, I seriously have been thinking about this. Um, and we can, and this is a good topic for, for us to talk to you about, Andy, because you're um, you, in on the, the frontier, too, I mean, of comedy festivals, really. I guess so. I mean, not the front. I mean, it's not a new concept, certainly, comedy festivals. Well, Goldmining wasn't a around. new concept either. But it's, I mean, but the fact of the matter is, is you and a couple other like-minded people sat in a club and said, we should do a comedy festival, and then you did a comedy festival. Right, and yeah. that to me is the. Did they say in that voice? You should do a cover. We only talk like this. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, I was well, re- sometimes like Ed Gwynn. <laughs> or is it Ed Wynn? It's Ed Wynn. Oh damn it! Who's? I'm thinking of Fred, Fred Gwynn. Fred okay, Gwynn combining Herman Munster and yeah, yeah. I was thinking of. I thought you were being Grimley. Mar- Ed Grimley. Yes, that's yes. Ed Grimley. I think uh, you Martin created Martin Short from SCT or from uh, both SCTV yeah. and SCTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my, my wife knows him as Clifford. Oh. She's like, is, the, is that the guy from Clifford? Yes, it's You're, Martin Short. Congratulations for being the only person <laughs> on the planet that recognizes Martin Short from Clifford. Wait, that's not true. Did you guys listen to Tom Sharpling's best show? Yeah, yeah. He loves that movie. I watched it because of how much he talked about it, and I'm still not sure if the whole thing's a put on or if he does. It's a fun movie. I mean, we have a, I love Charles Grodin. We have a VHS copy because my wife's grandparents, <laughs> late grandparents, were video store um owners mm-hmm. and so we have like all these crazy video, video store robbers the way, you, <laughs> the way you pause there for a second find the word yeah, yeah. yeah. video store how you say <laughs> bandits i want to say but it's a funny mo- i was just thinking about this the other day like where is our generation's charles groden because there's no one who's playing that kind of character i think it might be gene <laughs> i just love i love a slow burn you know there's yeah, no, yeah, i can't yeah. think of anybody who's good at that right now midnight run is one of the best grumpy midnight yeah, run. yeah yeah grumpy but still lovable but kind of hate hateable also like yeah you he's don't always he yeah he's a dick, dick. He comes across as a dick. Yeah. george your names start with g's it's true like charles charles he's he changed his name N- Narls broden <laughs> Narls barkley that's our super group. Our, um, our super rap group. Yes, it's true. Uh, I was like, Midnight Run. What's one of the best? Charles right, Green. right. Yes, yeah, great movie. The whole we we do that. We we do lines from Midnight Run all the time at work. Yeah. If I were your accountant, I'd have to caution you strongly against it. <laughs> you're not my accountant. But for reals, y'all, there the <laughs> festival. The festival. There's there's not. I mean, how many other festivals are there? I mean, there's Max FunCon, but that's not really, uh, that's more of a convention. Well, I mean, there's a lot of festivals. You know, there's SF Sketchfest, Vancouver, Montreal. Um, 
I guess Aspen's they just do the Montreal new iteration of Aspen's though, right? done. What's that? They just do Montreal. That's the only reason they do it. Yeah, there's no other reason but laughs. It's purely just laughs. <laughs> Solely for the solely for purposes of laughs. I would just show up in Montreal and not, yeah. not not pay to get into it. And hey, come on, guys! It's just for laughs. What are you doing? Hey, as they're frog marching you out of the hey, it's just for laughs. Hey, hey, hey! Leave the Quebecois out of this. <laughs> Boom! Frog jump. It's, it's, oh, I didn't even think about that. It's yes. more like alt comedy festival, though, right? That's, right. That's a fair label for it. That's the, I guess that's the thing people think is different about it, or that is different about it. It's not. It didn't start off. Um, I mean, I guess probably none of those festivals start off being industry sp- being sponsored by. I always thought Montreal was 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 kind of mainstream, but maybe it's. Just I don't know the origins of it though. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's different in that it was just a few people's idea and and us thrusting our tastes on other people. That's which you were asking text. about. Like, I guess I do have a tendency to think that my, I guess I think I hope that my tastes are universal, and of course they're not. But I want to thrust them on people anyway. Yeah. yeah. I think my, the, the level and, and, and the, the kind and number of my Twitter followers shows exactly where my taste is. <laughs> and, and how, and it, it really is, it's, being on Twitter is like doing a show. You'd like, at a club. There are going to be four people in the audience that laugh occasionally. Right. Two people that laugh through the whole set. And then everyone else is going to sit there and stare. <laughs> it's pretty much the mic. Or walk out. Yeah. Or yeah. walk out. If you look at my Fave Star page. It's like guys like you know Rob Delaney or powerhouses and get you know hundreds of favorites and hundreds of retweets and right. like I'm like battling out for 16. 16's good. I don't have any. You I have think? like one thing that's gotten oh, above but it's 16. Like, oh, but it's like, I but it's. I, I remember. I remember uh, joking with the um, comedian Dan Telfer uh, way a long time ago because he was like, "How do I get a 50 retweet or whatever?" And I'm like, speaking as someone who has, maybe you're going to hit the magic 16 mark. I literally have not broken 16 of any of my jokes. I used to care about that stuff and I'm I'm, I'm slowly not as much. I mean, I still I still think Twitter is useful and fun, but yeah. I don't really look at numbers and things anymore. I don't care. No, I honestly don't give a easy to say. No, no, seriously, it's easy to say, but but it's true. I mean, just like getting up on stage, and if you have a bad set, you don't have a good, you know, you have a good set, bad set, whatever. You just do what you're gonna do. So I don't really care the outcome, but I notice it. I, I do notice it, just like you would notice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I turned off five my... comics at the bar laughing. That's yay. Right. Right. <laughs> Everyone else is staring at me and is going to walk out hating my guts. Well, I do notice. Uh, yeah, the retweets. Although there's no good way in um, in Tweet Deck to see. Like it seems like I have to go to the Fave Star thing to see if I'm getting retweets because they won't show up in any way. On this is not interesting for the listeners. Anyway, um, oh, I don't know. I do not know. There may very well be. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I don't have like the things turned on that email you when someone starts following you or anything like you know none of that stuff. I, I have it. Well, I I just shut off when they the unfollowers stuff. Oh, you, you used to get notifications if someone I, well, unfollowed? I, 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 yeah, I started out with it. I didn't know you could even do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's some. There's a couple services in Twitter and then... I don't want to know that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because what I don't really... Because the problem is, is, is I think I'm at a point now where I, I'm getting a lot of spam followers because I get retweeted enough that I think that's one of the criteria that they use just to get on, you know, to try and follow you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I, so I was just getting these lists of like, you know... Cruises for Less is following you. No, Cruises for Less is not following you. Oh. So I just Cruises, I, where'd you go? But what it would but what it would what would bother me is when it would be someone that I knew. Yeah, like, of course. An actual person where it's like they stopped following you. And it's like and so I would like there'd be like a list of like twenty people unfollowed you and they're all crap and then they're one person and then you'd be like 
fuck, what the fuck did I say? You know, like if you're in a comedy club and not only does someone walk out, but they also shine a flashlight in their face. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah. you, so you and can tell who it is. You know, they're at the bar and they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, fuck you, and they walk out. Um, but I stopped doing that. I, that that, yeah, that yeah. would drive me crazy. And That's not productive in any way, yeah. So. Uh, so anyway, the festival. Um, the question was: Did you talk? Did you talk silly? <laughs> so I mean, it is a comedy. Is a, I think at an interesting place right now, uh, as far as on the the media and or I don't even know how you say. It. I mean, the stand up's always going to be stand up, and and improv always going to be improv and whatnot. Sketch will be sketch, I think too. I don't think sketch is going to continue sketch to be sketch. Gonna be, sketch is going to be improv. <laughs> sketch <laughs> is the new improv. But now and mine will be the new stand-up. There you go. I don't know why that is. <laughs> but, I mean, w- with podcasts, you have, like, podcast networks popping up now. Right, and, right. And people being... And there's just so many interesting things going on, I think. And then you think your festival's a big part of that. Yeah, and I think it's, it's good because comedy can now s- succeed without having to appeal to everybody because there are these niches... Niches, and if you find your people and give them what they want, it's it's your fort to find the niche. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, If you can find the people, um, it doesn't really matter if you're not appealing to everybody because you don't have to have everybody in the world at your 300 seat venue. You just have to have 300 that want to see that show. So, and as we know from Paul F. Tompkins, 300 shows sometimes that's hard. That's hard to do. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. What are your some of your concerns as you go into the, the next year of planning the um, the fifth year of Bridgetown? Um, I think it, the bloat is hard to overcome. I, I have a hard time saying no, and we end up having you know we had two hundred comedians this year, and that's just too many. Even though it was super fun and they're all great comics, it's just we have to reel it in a little bit and make it more reasonably sized. But aside from that, I think it's kind of reached a point that it's. I don't really want it to get too much crazily bigger than this and become out of control or hard to handle or require a huge staff. Like, I think it's a really good thing right now as it is. And I don't think things have to grow to get better. They can just become more well-tuned and uh, stay where they are. Why do you so. hate America? I know. It's, <laughs> honestly, though, that is the thing that I don't understand about economics in general is why companies that just maintain are failures. Like, you have to be constantly... Oh, it's not even... Yeah, it's not even maintained. Companies that... Well, we, we, we learned from, from the 80s and all the uh, um, corporate raiders. It's like you could be running a perfectly profitable segment you know of, of a industry and yeah they would just come in and buy you up and sell you and shit can you because you weren't you weren't growing fast enough you weren't growing, yeah, yeah, yeah it's like well we make a four percent profit a year well you're not making a 25 percent right right so you're we're gonna shut you down and park you out yeah and I, i'm sure i can just read up on this and understand it but when you don't meet expectations when you don't meet um projections at mm-hmm. like a quarterly earnings report and right. stuff if you grow by a lot, but you were expected to grow by a, like that was what they expected, right, right, right. then your stock price could stay like, go down. It's like you, right. you grew. Like how right, is right, that? Right. You're doing your know. job and you're doing it well. But we expected you to do well, and you're punished for not doing better than we expected. Well, right. if you were expecting us to do better than you expected, shouldn't that have been the expectation? Right. And therefore, yeah, my, my day job yeah. has this this um, the uh, you know, quarterly or whatever our our, our um, um, what do you call them? You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Review? Performance reviews. Review. Thank you. Yeah, performance yeah. reviews. And, and they expect... I, I, I pronounce it performance review. Review? <laughs> uh. With an accent over the U? Yeah. Or the E? Uh, it's review, yeah. R-A-V-U-E. There's <laughs> two umlauts in there somewhere yeah. else. But, uh, um, and they expect you to do better every performance review. 
Like you're supposed right, right. to constantly grow. Where it's like, so you have to like pace yourself early on and be a little bit shitty, so you yes, can exactly. give yourself somewhere to it's go. Like, yeah, I'm just. It's like, a weird. Yeah, yeah I don't understand that philosophy. So, so keep it. You try and keep it small, or keep it. It's not that small. I think. Yeah, keep it where it is. Um, well, yeah, but who knows? Maybe a year from now we'll be blowing it up and making it multi-week. If you thought of moving the festival to Vegas, <laughs> the giant is just holding us back, man. We just <laughs> not grown that. We need to stretch our legs a little bit. <laughs> Now, and then obviously you don't have to get into specific numbers, but financially speaking, how does it work for you? Does it end up being a labor of love where it's like, I did it and that's the reward? Or is it something that has to be... It's just for laughs. It's yeah. just, we just do it for less. It's for just giggles and jiggles. <laughs> jiggles, I don't know why. Chuckles and giggles. Um, no, the first two years it made no money. Mm-hmm. Um, the last two years it's made some. And I mean, still, if I broke it down to what it pays me on an hourly basis for the four years I put into it, it would be minimum wage-ish. Right. You know? so, but I mean, it has been better the last couple of years because, you know, we've removed some inefficiencies and kept expenses down and revenue's gone up. Yeah, the first two years it was nothing, and now it's getting to the point that, yeah, I think it's a sustainable thing that can pay me for the time I put into it and cover costs and things, so, yeah. How, are, good. how are you able to make a living when the festival's not going on? Are you pursuing stand-up shows right now for yourself? Yeah, but I've never made enough in stand-up to be a significant source of it. I've always had a regular job. Like, I had... Um, since I left engineering in 2005, I've... Well, I was in the real estate business a bit. I flipped a house, and uh, I worked for a year up at Microsoft writing trivia for an Xbox game called One Versus 100. And I worked at Helium, the new comedy club in Portland, for the first six months or so it was open. And I've had savings and things from the houses. And I, I don't know. My expenses aren't very much. I don't really go crazy on on much. I don't have yeah. a, live a lavish lifestyle. So I'm able to, I, you know. We are recording this from the, the pit you live in, the tarp-covered pit you live in. Well, I'm, you know, it looks like I have it made, but I don't, you know, I have a, car, I have a cheap car that's paid off. Right. I don't. You live frugally. I pretty. Fr- I don't. I don't spend money on things that don't have any long term. I, I guess the biggest thing is just the car. Like, I think as long as I never spend money on a car, that to me is the dumbest yeah. thing to put money into. Um, Although having a new car is really sweet. I've never had. <laughs> yeah, I've but never it's had just, a new, I've never it never pays you back. It never. No, it doesn't. But I'm yeah. just saying, the idea of. of uh, I'd never had a new car until like five years ago. About my first new car, like new off the lot car. Yeah, and it was pretty freaking. It's awesome. nice. Oh yeah. yeah. It's really awesome. I mean, but you know, I don't. It, it may not happen for me again. While, <laughs> yeah. But it was it was kind of awesome. Nice, nice. But yeah, so right now I don't have anything, but um, I'm, a- I'm making myself available for things, and I moved down here to try to get writing work, um, or at least get a foot in the door, just as an assistant in some capacity. But I'm helping friends produce some things for free in the hopes that you know that might open doors. And I'm also, do you know Peter Sprite? comic Peter Sprite in town. Okay. Anyway, he's a comedian actor who, um, he's also gotten his contractor's license recently and because of the stuff I used to do with fixing up houses in right, Portland, right. he was saying, hey, if you ever want any work, you can... I always have jobs I'm turning down so we can do some stuff together. I just worked with him last week on this project and realized that this could be a really great thing to take advantage of when I'm between jobs and need some cash. So, yeah, I think, like, I, I've got a good uh, thing going where I don't need much to get by and if push comes to shove I have jobs I can take to make some money and um, focus on the stuff that I want to do and hopefully those things will be full time jobs eventually now obviously comedy writing uh, I mean the broad 
descriptive, you know, good description of comedy writing is what you're trying to break into professionally, but in, in what avenue? Like writing for sitcoms, writing movies? I've never really written narrative stuff, so I mean, I, I think I'd like to eventually, although Riley Newton and I wrote a pilot, a sitcom pilot, but um, yeah, I think right now I'd like to get into late night writing like the the jokey jokes more than narrative but it doesn't mean i don't want to do that eventually also so so more um like a like a conan or a right. chelsea or a not a jay leno but <laughs> does he write jokes does jay leno write he, jokes does he have jokes on the show? I, I wouldn't call those jokes does he have jokes on the show <laughs> didn't he keep going with the monologue during the writer's strike saying that he didn't have writers and he was doing it all himself or something so it's yeah, yeah. i don't think that's yeah. um yeah those kind of jobs um, anything really though I, I don't really know yet what I want to do so I'm just making it known that I will do whatever if someone needs help with something Su- super vague it's not from a good like, way to... from like spackling things to like writing jokes honestly yes yeah. literally all those things and I think all those things can go together it's like the festival like I created a new kind of job for myself that I didn't know was an option until we started doing this thing and I was like oh I guess I can be doing this so I, I don't think I want to nail down what the specific kind of job I, I want is because it I'm, might not even be a job that exists right now because it might be a combination of things. Right. Um, but yeah, I want to do something creative and something where I'm laughing every day. So So besides pissing on Andy Dick's campfire regularly, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do as a festival producer? You book venues, you book comics? Yeah, um, I guess the jobs include... Yeah, booking, which isn't solely me, um, coordinating everything with the venues, negotiating the terms of all that, um, getting sponsors locked down, uh, working with our webmaster to update the site. Lots of data entry. I shouldn't. I should probably not be doing that. But yeah, tons, tons, tons of <laughs> that data. That might not be the best way of using use, your time. use of my time. Tons of data entry. Um, <laughs> Even like some sound and tech stuff. Yeah, it's. I'm not a good. Uh, I never learned management skills from any job beforehand, so I don't delegate things. That it sounds way. like my job. We were talking about my job off mic. This <clears throat> one sounds like the data entry and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I stayed up all night just trying to get all of the. Because at least the, the, finally this year we have uh, the site. I think is approaching a good level of usability where there's. I like your site. Interactivity between the former pages and the shows that they're on, and you can easily see what people are on. Where it used to be just all flat, so if you change something one place, you had to go to all the places that might be and change yeah. it again. So Are you using CSS cascading style sheets? Uh, I don't even know if it, it's all through uh, WordPress. I don't know. Is that is I that is that use yeah. CSS? I don't know. Yeah. I don't uh, really know I this stuff. I yeah. can fucking our website's it. a Tumblr, so. Yeah, exactly. That's the <laughs> level of effort I'm willing to put into our website. But actually, yeah, our web guy is great. Josh Bremer, if anybody's looking for... Um, like, it's not even his full-time gig. He's just taught himself all Sweet. this Very and cool. does Good it well. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Oh, the, you know, figuring out transportation, ground transportation, flights, hotel. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you're not using orbits for that? <laughs> we, should, we really need to find... And with enough time, I really should start working on everything now for next year because I'm sure we could find people who have inroads to ways of getting discounts who also like the festival and would want to be part of it. So, local travel agent, man, find a local travel agent. I uh, okay. The other thing is, I love (laughs) I love Google Docs. I love the idea of of shared documents and of instant interactivity with other people I'm working with. And I I just hate I hate inefficiency. Um, And I tried to work with a local travel agent. And I shared her on the Google document that had the flights that we were going to be buying, and because I'm going to be updating it constantly sure. as people's you know requests change and what their needs are, 
Um, and of course, the first thing she does is download it as an Excel spreadsheet and print it out. And, then, and she's looking at it. I'm like, no, no, okay. What we're going to have to do is you're going to have to look at it on here because I'm making changes. You're not going to know I made the changes if you just print it out. This is a living document. Yes. Yeah. And you that's. Just killed it. Like but, the Bible. But, but then right. again, like you're a travel agent. You might as well be a buggy whip salesman. Like well, you're in such an this. old kind of business that I don't expect you're going to be the first person to get on board with new technology. So, yeah, it just <laughs> we, we probably save money just by having a layperson doing all the booking for that. Um, yeah, you're right. But I just, yeah, I can't believe how reluctant people are to embrace these things that, like, the festival never could have happened without Google Docs. Honestly, there's no way with this small of a staff, this festival couldn't have happened 10 years ago. Yeah. You would have required five times the number of people. Yeah. yeah. Or, or someone would have blown a vein being on the phone all the time. Yeah, yeah. It just would have been such an impossibility to coordinate all these things and update. I mean, 200 people's travel and hotel accommodations and, yeah. you know, eight venues, just everything about it just... You need to have everyone looking at one thing that's instantly updated across everybody's. Yeah, it well, would have been did, a logistical uh, nightmare. One of the things that a bunch of us on on uh, Twitter did was we had like a when Google Wave had come out, we um, we did like a writers' room thing, and we just we did we did Google Waves and, and set stuff up. It worked out fairly well. I mean, aside from the usual problems of people not doing what they said they were going to do, but, right, right. But, uh, the core group of us that actually participated, I really liked it. Google Wave is stupid and it's gone now, right? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, if it's not gone, it, it'll. It's. I mean, it's shut down, but I don't know if it's gone yet. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. I mean, it was an interesting exercise in in, in doing. Basically, the idea was we were all going to come up with sketches, theme sketches, and yeah, and share them out that way and do a virtual like table read and writers room. And it worked. I mean, like I said, for what it was, it worked out really. Yeah, well. yeah. No, I'm, I'm a big totally, fan. I'm, I'm on board with it. Google does a lot of great stuff. Yeah, and I get so infuriated. I just got a new laptop, and uh, I can't believe how much bloat there is in Office. <laughs> like they make obviously it's just to justify. You know, it's the same thing with right. iPhones updated software. It's just to make you have to get new hardware. But it's so slow. Like it shouldn't take ten seconds to load up Word yeah. for the average use of what you're gonna. Like yeah, yeah. people don't use people aren't power. Like maybe one percent of your users are power users of Word, but everyone else just needs the simplest of text editors. Oh yeah, and it I, shouldn't I take Notepad. ten seconds to open. No, I use that's yeah. why I that's why I have Notepad in my. But I use Google Docs for everything yeah. now. Even if, even if I'm not sharing something, just because I can't believe how shitty Office is and right. how they designed it for not ninety nine percent of their users. Right. It's ridiculous. And it's portable. It's totally portable. Yeah, it's great. It's, I mean, now you can edit Google Docs on your iPhone. I, I love it. I use it for Shaky Town Radio, brought to you by Google Docs. Yes, yes. Let's get them. Get them on the horn. All right. After I talk I to have, Jerry hey, Jewell. After you talk to Jerry Jewell. I actually, I, I have a, a friend of mine that we're going to do a plug for something. Hey, everybody. Gene here. Just wanted to let you know about the Fraser Mountain uh, Renaissance Fair and Elizabethan Shakespeare Festival happening June 18th and 19th and 25th and 26th, respectively, in Fraser Park, California, about 45 minutes outside of L.A. It's a nice little drive. Get out of town. Go to a Renaissance Fair. Uh, tickets are dirt cheap. Information uh, can be had at www.fmrf.info. And uh, you can get all the details on hours and events. I think it's 10 to 6. And they've got uh, lots of vendors and lots of shows. Looks like family fun for everybody. Uh, we're going to try, the family uh, and I are going to try and make it out there at least one of the weekends. So I hope to see you there. Once again, that's the Fraser Mountain Renaissance Fair and Elizabethan Shakespeare Festival in beautiful Fraser Park, California. Get more information at www.fmrf.info. Thanks. Now, how, how many years were you living in Portland? Nine years. I moved Nine there years. 2001. Yeah. 
I mean, I've been to Portland once for like a week and I loved it. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I I spent my entire 20s there pretty much and was it, it was great to, to me. Move away from? Kind of, but then again, I, I started to <laughs> but know then again, more people <laughs> from LA for the festival. Like, I think I, I know more people here, or at least I have more friends that I can actually hang out with because, like, a lot of my friends in Portland um, who I'd known the whole time, I was there grew up as you're supposed to do and got married and had kids and things so you know I had fewer and fewer people that I even <laughs> spent your friends dorms at like <laughs> 11 o'clock let's go out yeah dude, so dude, the baby's asleep <laughs> but I mean I love that town I still think I'll, I'll end up back there eventually but um yeah it was a pretty easy transition to come down here I like Portland we I spent I was on a project and spent like a month there yeah it was awesome yeah, it's a really fun place. I mean, it's it's really easy to get sucked in there. Like all the all those stereotypes about it from Portlandian things are, are true. You know, it's life is pretty easy, so you just get complacent, and it does kind of sap motivation and ambition a little bit. But um, yeah, if I could find a that's way what, to that's what's supposed to happen, right? Right. Um, but it's a great town, and there's tons of uh, fun. One of my favorite things about it is the fact that all the neighborhoods have their own little sections of commercial development within like it was designed really well and there are distinct neighborhoods that have their own bars it, and restaurants you can go what, out to that are close to houses in that area was it designed that way or was it just a holdover from the time when that's the way neighborhoods were maybe it is and it's just the fact that there's that urban growth boundary so they don't have the suburban sprawl as badly as as some places um but yeah, yeah i plus, just love the plus you have the hill people yeah <laughs> they pretty much kill you if you try and build them on the this way. is true they have eyes those eyes. <laughs> um but yeah, it's just a fun, livable place, and um, even the things that are cliche about it are still enjoyable, even the ridiculous hipster and hippie dumb stuff there. Right, right. What's been the biggest adjustment for you, or did you feel like, had you had you visited Los Angeles enough where it wasn't a big deal once you were living here, or was there a big yeah, adjustment for you? it wasn't that big of an adjustment. I mean, I... No, it's been pretty easy. I mean, the traffic's obviously not great, but it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be either. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, Portland either. and Seattle, <laughs> Portland and Seattle are getting really bad. Like Seattle's traffic is arguably worse than LA, so it's that hasn't been that bad. And the weather's great. I've been surfing a lot. Uh, there hasn't been that much that's hard about being down here. Yeah. I've liked it. It's a kind of awesome place. And that's yeah. the thing is, this is. I, I, I've, I've been. I've lived in a lot of different places, and I've, I've visited a lot of different places. And frankly, if you can't find something good about a place that you're at it's got to be either really shitty or you're really shitty it's on you probably yeah, yeah most yeah. of the time is there's one there's only one place that i think is objectively really shitty that i that i mean there's some small towns that are horrible places what's the place you're thinking of this? albuquerque new mexico <laughs> see i've heard really good things about albuquerque i, I have some i've lived there now. and it well maybe it was the, t- the part of town i lived in but but that's the only town where uh, it's. It, I feel the town had actually tried to kill me. Mm. <laughs> Actively tried to kill. Me. Is it just all sprawl, or what's so? No, bad it's about just it? kind of. I mean, maybe maybe it was the time I was there. Was there in the early '90s, and maybe it was just a shitty time to be there. But it seemed to me that that basically, this was this is the example that I usually get. Um, my buddy Dave and I used to sit on the porch at night and smoke our pipes and watch cars go by. There were no in rocking chairs. Um, no, we didn't have them. I okay. certainly sat in one if we had them. Um, but uh, Afghans over your knees, totally. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but but here's the thing: there were either totally new cars or the worst junkers you can imagine. Right, right. There was no in between. After a while, we just started to notice this. It's kind of like it. It felt like there was no. The only people in Albuquerque were like 
poor drunk Indians and like rich assholes. Oh. Like there was no middle class. There was like, it felt like there was no middle class. Where's the where's the money coming from there? What's the big industry? Are they people move there to retire or I don't know. I mean, I honestly, I honestly don't. There's, it's 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 college town, and yeah. the stuff around the school like was the usual college stuff, where it's like cheap food, good beer. Yeah. But um, you know, and there's some good food there. But I think the other thing too is um, New Mexico Mexican food not the same as California Mexican food, and it was like weird. It was just weird to me. Was it That's was it me. more? Totally you think it was more authentic, but that puts you off, it's or is it not? No, more authentic than this town that's run and owned and filled with you know Hispanics. But the, so. that state is called it's, a newer version of Mexico. That is the no, but I think it's, no, I, I I do think that it's it's um, this, the Mexican states that it's nearer have different styles of cuisine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more Tex-Mex than it is. okay. Yeah, like this is definitely Baja Sonora. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of generally clean like you know tacos with salsa not deep fried bullshit right 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 so anyway but i think that part's on me but the that weird vibe it's also the the only town where i've seen people merge onto the freeway regularly from the off-ramps people driving up the off-ramps to get onto the freeway oh oh off-ramps yes off-ramps the you know the ones where you're supposed to get off the freeway? Yes, yeah, not on People ramps. use them to yeah, get yeah. on the freeway there. They back up or they go no, forward, first. Forward, forward, make a turn. And if someone else were co- happened to be getting off, the they would just, yeah. wow. Or, or die. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It was a bad, Jeez. it was kind of a bad time. And, 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 and the, the, How does that, how does a city develop that kind of habit as a, you know, I can see one person doing that, but like, how I, could that become, I, a, that's the city where with, you go if you like to drive on sounding, to off Without sounding racist, there are a lot of Native Americans and there's a lot of alcohol use. Wow. It didn't I, sound I, racist I, at all. Well, I'm just saying, I, I'm, no, I'm just saying it, it is a problem. It, it is, is a really a problem. Okay. And it, it is a stereotype, but it is also no problem. I think there's right. a lot of, you know, drunk folks there. Yeah, yeah. Who happen to be of Native American attraction. So Albuquerque is probably the only city that. But, right, but I think I, if you can't find something good right. in the place you're at, you're probably an animal. Isn't that where the shins are from? Albuquerque? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I mean, they're in Portland now, of course, because it's better. But um, <laughs> I think they started there. Yeah. So we have a Billboard magazine on the table. Yeah. I want to know about this. This is this is I brought this Billboard magazine, which has uh, is that Beyonce on the cover. Um, uh, I got this in the mail. I don't know why. This is like the second time I've gotten like some magazine that I never would have subscribed to. Yeah. On my own. Um, this have this has this ever happened to you? I I, I've, I I know a lot of people who got Spin magazine for years without trying to subscribe to it. Right. I, but I, this is like the second time, and I always wonder. It's like, are they trying to? Like they're gonna say they're gonna send me a bill saying, "Hey, you've enjoyed our magazine or whatever." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they invoice you for magazines you've already received. I love it. Business. Well, but I think that's. I think that's. You know, magazines are desperate. <laughs> yeah, I don't even understand if they. I'm assuming that none of them subsist on uh, sales. Really, it's got to all, all be advertising, right? So they just oh, have yeah, to get yeah. it in your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's weird that I. It, but it's it's just like addressed to me, and it's not like. Because the first thing I think of when I when I see stuff like this is um, is did I you know because of some of the stuff I do professionally or this stuff like did they did I get on the mailing list or something you know or whatever but it just freaks me out because I I'm not I'm think I'm the Billboard magazine <laughs> your target demo yeah. right in their demographic I'm not the and, and I, the last one was like was like Maxim. 
I'm like... I think they just look to see if your name is a man's name, and then just assume... Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I just... It's weird. It's just so weird. But the, 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 the Maxim one, I think... I mean, Billboard, it's like, I might actually get something out of this. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We were... T- uh, Andy and I, we were, you and I were talking about how we don't even know, like, these people. Oh, these yeah. Systems. And so out of yeah, touch... Yeah. If it weren't for the Who, Char- Who Charted podcast, I wouldn't know a thing about what's actually popular. But the reason I tell myself it's not that bad and I'm not an old man is that even the number one bands aren't moving a lot of albums. So it's yeah. not like there's a significant... Um, I think that... Uh, what's that band? What's that shitty band called? Cake just broke a record for lowest selling number one album of all time nice. recently. Where like 10 years ago, the number one album was something, you know, maybe NSYNC or whatever. Right. And they'd sold 2 million units in a week. And a few months ago, Cake was number one after selling, I think, 43,000 albums. Nice. So, you know, the top five singles or albums combined aren't even selling as much as the number one album was 10 years ago. So it's right. not even like there's that many people. So you, can, you don't have to feel out of touch. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make myself feel better by being out of touch. But I'm not <laughs> out of touch if... Uh, hey, look at Sugar Ray. Mark McGrath is back. <laughs> hey, Sugar Ray, how's it going? Is that a paid advertising section? Oh, or yeah. Is that a real, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This uh, whole multi-page spread where the bands are standing around the Chevy Cruze. Right. I think I've talked on this podcast about having some, uh, exchanged some dirty looks with Sugar Ray's Mark McGrath. What? Really? This is way back. This is when nobody had heard of him. Um, <laughs> Instead of nowadays when no one has heard of him. Right, right, right. But this is before they were... Zing, Mark McGrath. <laughs> this is before they had hit singles. I, I, I know Katy Perry because she has breasts. Yeah, <laughs> she does. I wasn't aware of her. I hadn't heard a song of hers until a couple months ago. I think well, she, yeah. she was on SNL. I, that's I think the yeah. only time I've actively heard a song of hers. Yeah, and that was only because I probably was fumbling to, to fast forward the TV. Yeah, she also has a crazy writer where like her limo driver's not allowed to look at her. And stuff. <laughs> I was just talking about how my favorite scene in Spinal Tap is with Bruno Kirby, the limo driver, yeah. when he's talking and <laughs> just like the rudest thing you could possibly just uh-huh. slowly raising a window while someone's talking to you. <laughs> that's my favorite thing oh, the wait, talking about, talking about. oh really yeah 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 when did he die the curse the curse of Spinal Tap the City oh, Slickers yeah. curse I think it's the City Slickers curse yeah. Yeah. Jack Palance too soon yeah Jack Palance too soon only 86 it's too bad who's next a... Daniel Stern watch your back it's too bad it's not a Win Harry Met Sally curse <laughs> oh. too bad huh? I don't know who I just I think the old there. Meg Ryan has been dead for a couple of years <laughs> yes oh god I thought she fell in the volcano <laughs> it all comes full circle <laughs> No, but uh, Katy Perry. Wait, what were you saying? About her breasts? She has breasts. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also, oh, the writer, the, the limo thing. What's about the limo? It has. Yeah, to... she she can't look. Uh, the limo driver is not allowed to make eye contact with her. Wow. Kind of like a prince thing, you know. Does prince have stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not allowed to. I, I I feel like I've talked to a couple people who have been in prince's proximity on a project, or they had heard about people. That might have been kind of a friend of a friend thing. Yeah. But wherein that you can't, you know, don't make eye contact with prince. It seems like he's trying to become a man of the people with this 21 night stint he's at, yeah. uh, Did you go to the one forum. Of those? I went to two of them. Two of them. Oh, amazing. Yeah, last weekend Stevie Wonder came up and sang. My buddy Eric saw him at the Troubadour. Boom. Oh, nice. Yeah. I heard he was doing only deep cuts at that show. It, he was I don't know if he played any print stuff at that show. I can't remember. Really? Yeah, he he played he played like P-Funk and stuff. Wow. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean Yeah, Taylor that Swift guy. Awesome. I've heard of Taylor Swift cuz she was on Saturday Night Live too. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Katy Perry bugs me only because of the firework song. Like, there's no singular of firework. You, you can't. I can I can accept that as like pyrotechnic. Yeah. Boom. 
uh, you know, to, to reference our descriptive versus prescriptive language thing, oh. I can accept that. I can't expect that she has a song called You're So Gay. That's my problem. She has her. a song called You're So Gay? Yeah. You bet you think this song is about your homosexuality? <laughs> You're so gay. If that's the song, I would totally provide it. Right. And the thing is, still to this day, no one knows if it was James Taylor or Warren Beatty that, uh, that was actually gay. I think it was a weird. I think it was a weird Frankenstein of half James <laughs> that is Warren gay Brady. in vain. No, somebody knows because um, she auctioned it off. Right, but I bet even she was. She probably it was probably a combination of people. It's like we were all coked up back yeah. then. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard of K Key Dollar Sign Ha. Huh? <laughs> key Dollar Sign Ha. Huh? Keisha yeah. Kesha. Uh, I thought it was Keisha for a while. I'm very out of touch. Uh, I did see some very unflattering pictures of her at the beach, and she's uh, she's not fat, obviously, but she's just shaped like a wall. She just has a straight she's flat. She's yeah, she's like flat Stanley, not in terms of chest, but like her body is just a rectangle. Uh, I once my, my my buddy Vic once uh, dated a girl, and dated is a strong word, who um, I described as looking like a frog. She's like that, like a wide flat body. It's a weird. I shape. love all women. <laughs> Why do we? I'm so we're racist and misogynist. <laughs> I know it's just a description. Yes, I'm sure yeah. she's a wonderful person. I'm not There's sure a lot of great frogs know. in the world. There's Michigan J Frog. That's true. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. I love that song. Too. I just can't stand Kesha singing. What's a Kesha song again? Uh, TikTok. I don't know. Yeah. I, I was priding myself on not I having noticed, heard Lady Gaga yeah. until a year ago also. And yeah. once I did, I was like, no, I, like I can't Lady say Gaga. that. But I, I still like that I hadn't heard it. Cause I, I'm okay with her because at least she stands for something. I know that... What does she stand for? For like me, the, me dresses. Although, although members of the LGBT community would say, I don't think she speaks for me, she does attempt to give a voice to the LGBT community. Uh, is that like it or not? I don't know. It's just it, like I was laughing at the Liberace Museum in Vegas because I was like, oh, this guy yeah. is famous just for outfits. Like, isn't that a crazy? <laughs> it was a crazy era when you could be famous just for wearing crazy outfits. And I'm like, wait a second, Lady Gaga is doing that well, right now. Liberace was also famous for being a really badass piano player. No, I've heard he wasn't that good. No, he was a pretty good piano player, but but not not as good as. The problem is, is he didn't write any of his own stuff. That's that that's because right. actually this this. Um, uh, my sister-in-law is in uh, the themed entertainment design business and um, ironically I just found out my ex-girlfriend is working with doing the, tra- the traveling exhibit for the Liberace Museum the thing with Liberace versus Elvis both of them flamboyant performers right. big, very important Elvis much more associated with the music that, that he had written for him or wrote right um, I don't Liberace, think he wrote any did he I think he wrote I think he co-wrote some stuff oh. but but, I, but but was written for him versus their Elvis songs versus Liberace who played a lot of classical pieces yeah he doesn't have really have a legacy all he has is rhinestones and costumes right and BS Elvis has a lot more of it. people are going to remember Elvis longer than they remember Liberace right 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 the, the fans that one of the reasons Liberace Museum closed down is because wait what what when was this just, yeah, just, yeah, recently. What? Like, I know, year. right? Bummer. Yeah. Like, what? Late last year or the early this what year. Are they, are they auctioning it all off? What no, they? no, they're, they're building this traveling exhibit because wow. his fans are really aging out. There are you know new yeah. Elvis fans are coming in right, right. Elvis all the time. Oh, Yeah, it is kind of sad. It was a cool museum. I went there last summer. Oh, yeah, 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 I love that place. That's pretty cool. I went yeah. there like 10 years ago. I grew yeah. up in Vegas on and off, so... I love I the guy, the, the tour guide was so catty, too. To anybody who's not Liberace, he would just have these digs for no reason that anybody, any other performer... Any non-Liberace Yeah, performer. anybody who's given any kind of uh, absolute 
mantle like anybody who's considered like the king of Vegas or the oh, something of this he'll always say Wayne it derisively Newton. like if he's talking about Wayne Newton or uh, Robert Goulet or something it's always like a snide comment it's like there can be other good performers besides your guy <laughs> no I'm afraid not that's a shame though yeah so and so and then we have the Ken Jong as Ken Jong Ken Jong Il but why did I <laughs> despot despot slash comedic actor Ken Jong Il um, dressed as Prince. Uh, Dr. Ken. Dr. Ken. Oh, you know what? I, oh, I hate that he still gets... Co- it's just the, the the reverence that from that. Like, why does that matter for his comedy? I don't care that he it was... It doesn't matter. I also kind of hate Doctor in general as a title. I, I hate the fact that, like, there's some jobs where if you study long enough, it changes right. your name. <laughs> like, why <laughs> wouldn't that be... If you get good enough at any job, shouldn't you start being because called... It's one of the, it's because it's one of the professions. But nobody. But if somebody comes like a master carpenter, you don't suddenly call them by a different name. If they you are world renowned, you would at the time when those professions. That's the thing is, you would have called them master. You would have called as a title. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, sure. then that's better. And but. some people took names as their surnames, right? I mean, that's how. Right, right. Smith and yeah. Did, were your people wood woodworkers? Name? I have no idea. They were, they were trees. They <laughs> <laughs> come from a good stock of trees. Long, long trees. Yeah. Um, no, no, you would have, but that's the thing. That's the whole thing. Is is the the professions air quotes poop poop um, are uh, you know doctor and you know priest yeah. lawyer. So yeah, those are the ones where where you have a title and the, that carries over. Right, like things like master carpenter, master electrician. You know, call it master. Then dad, why is my name two dogs fucking? <laughs> but, uh, so I'm perplexed. I, is really what it comes down to is. Is all I know about this is Keisha kind of looks like she might smell like an old ashtray, and <laughs> Katy Perry has boobs, and Lady Gaga kind of creeps me out. And and she rips off Madonna songs. I'm being super negative today. This Monster Energy drink is bringing out the caddy. Yeah, that that Born This Way song is so incredibly express yourself. Like it's so, you can't oh, not hear that. Song. How is that still? How does everyone still embrace this as a hit? That's not that song. That's because it's because it's a pop song. Right, but like, is, did, did they actually settle that you have to it's pay like anything? Bar- for it's like barbecue. Yeah, sure. Like, there's only so many variations of barbecue, but everybody pretty much digs barbecue. But I mean, to steal a melody that blatantly. Well, if she's so thin. Well, hmm, yeah. Anyway, okay. Why do you hate? Why do you hate the gays? Listen, I have a long and storied history with. Uh, I just hate everything that I don't like. What is that? Why do I? Why can't I just be okay with things that I don't like and say <laughs> those are for the people? Again, that wasn't reference. That was music. Music <laughs> reference, not the gay. I love gay people. Andy, this is good because you you have a reputation, as you said, or maybe you've built a reputation now as um, being too not willing to say no. Yes. This is the, here on Shaky Town. Shaky Town exclusive. This is the turn. This is where Andy you get becomes to, negative. This is, you get to the fun killer. The fun killer. Yes, Brody, I am a fun killer. Yeah. Brody rubs off on everybody. So I'm yeah, yeah. You get to be like Lauren Michaels now. Like just be like, mm, no. No, I think we'll pass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, I hate that part of it. See, I'm negative about being negative. <laughs> <laughs> but I do hate. I do hate the fact that there's any. I think I've talked about this too much already. But um, yeah, like the selection process thing for the festival is not fun at all, and I don't like that I'm associated with it. So hopefully, I can get away from that part of it and have. What is the Third parties. what is the worst experience you've had saying no? And feel free to name names. <laughs> oh man, no one listens to this, right? Um, <laughs> Precisely. There haven't We're not been even any. This. Yeah, uh, I can't think of a specific thing that's. I mean, there's 
egos involved in comedy, obviously, and there are what? people who have egos well, that are even, out of whack. Yeah, with, even having not having to say no, not because it was somebody who just wasn't ready to be in a festival, but a big they name. Really no, no, or a big name who's like had too many demands. Like I need a limit. Oh, I mean, yeah, we've had we've tried to get some people out who just were just had crazy demands, which were understandable if they were doing their own single show at a theater, but just with the number of people we have, we couldn't handle the needs that they had. Um, but then there's people who just, like, don't get that it's not a personal thing. There's just a limited number of spaces, and at a certain point, to stop. So, you know, somebody, I remember, who had been there one of the years, and then the next year, when I said we were already pretty full, they got really defensive, and they started, like, arguing specifics of, like, how their show did last year versus... I saw other shows that were worse than the one I was... Like, it's not about that. We're just full. Like, it's not... How was, a, how was Mark Barrett? <laughs> Jesus, no, no, that's not at all. No, no Marin was awesome. No, I know. I'm um, <laughs> when you say yeah, really defensive, I just, no, no, no. For it's some just, reason, I, it I is somebody why. you know, but um, I am not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> not gonna worry about it. Uh, there was, there was, oh, there was somebody this year who we. This will be an interesting. No, this won't be bad. It's not gonna be there. Um, <laughs> but I was talking to their management, and um, we'd said no. More just because we were already so full of... If we were going to be covering the things they wanted us to cover, we just didn't want to do it. And then I got an email the next day. We're like, well, here's the itinerary. You can send the check to reimburse the flight to this. I'm like, Wait. We said, no, you booked the flight anyway? It's like, oh, okay, well, I guess uh, they're coming now. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So so the answer, if you're per- per- looking to get into the, the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, is just book, book your flight. <laughs> and send the bill to Andy. <laughs> send the bill to Andy. Perfect. Anybody who wants to come up? <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Was, you can't say no. You're just I, I'm, in, can't say I'm no. incapable of saying no. Uh, I've said too much. Damn you, Monster Energy Drink. <laughs> I'm feeling this Don't thing. Don't blame in, in Monster Energy Drink Veritas. Well, we put some sodium pentol in there. So. Nice. <laughs> right. And some tryptophan. We got it from Andy Dick. Taurine. <laughs> Taurine. Is that made from some bull product? All I know is it has to be in your cat food. Because cats need taurine. They produce naturally taurine. I thought it was a made-up thing because Red Bull, they wanted to have something bull named in the... Yeah, no, I, I think... I thought it was, like, uh, Lyman or Retson. <laughs> I thought it was a marketing creation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you trying to tell me that Sprite's been sandbagging us all these years? <laughs> There's no such thing as Lyman? Obama's yeah. putting taurine in the water supply. Yes. Oh, my God. So, at some point, my TV got... Or, my, my uh, cable box got turned to C-SPAN. Yeah. Um, and since I mostly watch stuff on Netflix or whatever, it apparently hasn't, like, kicked over or... Uh, anyway, so C-SPAN's been on every time I turn my TV on right, for, right. for, like, days. C-SPAN is the crazy talk radio station of cable TV. I have never actually watched... Besides, uh, the only thing I've ever watched is, is you know, on C-SPAN is, like... Correspondence dinner. And empty rooms and stuff. Right. You yeah. know, it's, like... I thought it was just covering, like, here's an empty room where the senators should be working. But right, not. right, right. But apparently there are, like, talk shows on there... All I know is, for the five seconds it took me to get from one menu to the next, there was some lady going, and Obama should close down the Holocaust Museum. And I was like, I almost stopped. But I thought, you know, I'm just going to go buy that. Because no good can come of me figuring out how crazy this lady is and what her point is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it was literally like one of those like overheard conversations where you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it was, Obama should close the Holocaust Museum. That's awesome. Are you what? And and the dude who was like the the moderator of the show, 
could not have looked less interested. <laughs> I'm like, are you doing this? Is this community service? Are you have to you wear an orange jumpsuit under your? That's yeah. It's suit? not even tipping the needle that level of crazy. It's just yeah. standard. Danny uh, Wood, what what music? Andy Wood, what museums should be closed? What museums should be closed? Oh. I like well, saying Andy's the, full name and then asking him ridiculous questions. Use his middle, middle initial T, Andy T. Wood. Andy T. Wood, sure. Um, I'm going to go back and edit that in closed. every question T. I ask in this podcast. The Creation Museum, I don't know. Actually, I kind of want to go to the Creation Museum. I've heard it's, it's turning into a theme park. Oh, really? I've heard, yeah, I've heard that it's it's turning into more of a theme park than an actual museum. That's that's pretty awesome. If they yeah, have, like, so a giant arc, yeah, with a slide on the side. Noah's probably a Noah yeah. theme flood. Right, 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 Can yeah. I tell you, I completely lost my faith since the last recording. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, Oh, gone. so you made the decision? Yeah, you've, you've, I've made the jump. You've made the jump. Wow. Yeah. That's a short span of time to make oh, a... No. He was having a, he was having an existential crisis, crisis, crisis uh, what, a couple months ago. So. I've been having it for years. Well, but yeah. we've covered some it of it came on out, the show. It came out on, on the, the program. Yeah, because we interviewed a, a documentarian, Roger Nygaard, who went and interviewed a bunch of people all over the world about their religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. And he asked me some hard questions. Wait, one person was able to talk to you? That, I want to meet this guy. He, he gave me a good push. No, I, life had given me a, yeah. a good push already. I've never changed anyone's mind about anything. I mean, like, anything minor, even. <laughs> it was honestly... A beef jerky, man. You, you really, you <laughs> sold you know, on think, jerky yeah, as currency? It was oh. honestly like reading... Well, I mean, just kind of being separated from it and not really thinking about it for years. And yeah. then happening to get really interested in evolution because it was not something I... It was always something I kind of accepted, yeah. but not anything I really learned about. And then realizing like how much knowing how the world actually works yeah. calls into question a lot of religious teachings. And right. this is from any religion. I'm not talking yeah, on yeah, anybody yeah. specifically. Well, most of the stupid religions. <laughs> really dumb ones. The lesser, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, actually looking more into the historicity of things and just, mm-hmm. yeah, basically... Is that a word? I'm not trying to... I've just never no, heard it, that word. It yeah. is. I know. I, I mangled it, but yeah, it's a real word. So, like, the historicity of Jesus. It's a completely or, cromulent word. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> cromulent, that was good. Yeah, cromulent. Simpsons? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, coming out at the end of that just being like, you know what, it's all, you know, not for me. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to call it all bullshit. I'm not going to call it all nonsense. But I, I, I will. I, I do think there's been enough. You're I mean, talking about creationism. Are you talking about evolution? Well, creationism on its face is bullshit. No, you're right. talking about evolution. It's all bullshit nonsense, right? <laughs> but what I don't like, I, I'm, I'm only talking about things I don't like right now. <laughs> but I'm not liking people that don't like uh, comedians that take on religion. At this point, it's th- there's nothing else you can do to point out how like you're, you're preaching to the choir. But <laughs> yeah, which is ironic. But I know, um, I was like, there's it. really no, it's it's so either you don't believe it, in which case. It's so self-evidently ridiculous, you can't really lampoon it. Yeah, yeah. Or you do believe it, and the comedian's not going to convert you. And just, like, pointing out the ridiculous things in the Bible is just so easy. It doesn't doesn't do anything for me. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. even if I'm on board with what they're saying, it's just, it's been done so much. Well, yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing, is I think you either have critical thinking skills or you do not. And if you and do have critical thinking skills, you're looking at those stories. And going, what? And you don't need someone else to heighten it. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Right, right, right. For me, it was not about letting go of being married to those stories. I mean, I always kind of took it as parable, but right, right. it was just more the the kernel of, of faith that was left after yeah. <laughs> the hardships of my life, which I will not go into here. I've, I've made a pact with myself not to go into those hardships <laughs> on mic on this show. Listen to my music if you're interested in that. 
aspect of it. This is a good tease. I want to go check out the music. You should. It's pretty good. RodeyHubbard.com. Sorry. Rody Hubbard. It's okay. Nice. I feel like that sort of thing. Did we ever get but, an answer about touring, by the way? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, 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 was, I had a satisfactory answer in mind. Andy, While just, you're looking up touring, I want a quick thing about... Is that um, what the T stands for? Touring. Andy Touring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what was I going to say about the evolution thing? Oh, oh, I love, um, Kirk, I love Kirk Cameron. I love late Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Uh, like later Kirk. career, yeah, yeah. And I love his, I don't know if his website still has this video, but there was a video where he and that, his mustachioed Australian cohort, you, you know, <laughs> thewayofthemaster.com was yeah. the site where he, uh, you know, is selling his religious wares. Um, but he and this Australian dude would disprove evolution via things like, look at how a banana fits in your hand really well. It must have been designed to do that. Oh, intelligent and, design. Yeah, yeah. But then he goes, also does these man-in-the-street interviews and asks lay people to explain evolution, and they can't because the average person in the street sure. is dumb. Or, or, they had, <laughs> or they had high school biology right. 30 years ago. And they forgot what the mechanisms of evolution... Like, sure. they don't go to an expert. They ask a person in the street, and then because that person can't explain it well... Their point is proven that evolution is bunk. Like I love that logic. It's like the corn sugar. Was it? I'm not. I shouldn't even call it corn sugar because that's not what it is. That's a, a nice fancy. I fructose corn syrup. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a sugar. It, they turn right. it into a sugar. Fructose is a sugar. Right. Glucose, fructose. But, but they put sugar. the name corn sugar on it to make it like, oh, it's just corn sugar. It's natural. Oh, as opposed to high fructose corn syrup. Right, yeah. right, right. And those right. commercials were like, mm, I've heard some bad things about about it. Really, like what? I don't know. Well, there's commercials for corn sugar. Yeah, right it's now. the oh. same thing. The corn lobby is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Don't get me started on the corn lobby. <laughs> there's corn available in the lobby. What about the corn lobby with a K? Oh, uh, <laughs> so the, the backwards are. <laughs> how come? How could that guy have had the level of success that he's had, and not <laughs> no, and then and not just the the dental work required to just fix uh, whatever's going on with what's that guy's name, Jonathan Davis? Yeah, is that what it is? I'm a huge corn fan. I don't know his name. I'm not a corn fan. <laughs> well, look at fucking Shane McGowan, man, if you want to talk dentition. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, but I think he got his teeth fixed recently. That's Which one? Amazing. Shane McGowan. Oh. All of them. He got teeth fixed. <laughs> ah, nice. Yeah. Um, taurine was, uh, taurine was uh, isolated for ox bile in 1827 by German scientists Friedrich Tiedemann and Leopold Gmanen. So it does have some association with yeah. the root bull. But, but yeah. cats need it too, right? Well, I'm, I'm sure of it. Physiological functions in animal in animal essential dietary requirements for feline health. Since cats cannot synthesize the compound, the absence of taurine could cause a cat's retina to slowly degenerate, causing eye problems and eventually irreversible blindness. Uh, but so, does that mean that the food chain used to have cat above ox? No, in meat, nature's I way, it, I was, think it, I think it occurs naturally in meats. Oh, okay, okay. That's why cats can't be vegetarians, but dogs can. Okay, because cats because cats can't synthesize that and need it's taurine only. In, Animal products. Well, no, it can be vegetarian. Cats can. You just need to give them monster energy. Right. <laughs> in their right, food. Right, right, right. He's fishing a bunch of kittens around a big yellow bowl, bowl. of fizzy liquid. <laughs> yeah. They love it. They, they love it. Um, so, so that's Tori. Andy. Yes. T. Wood. Yes. Uh, is that your Twitter, Andy T. Wood? It is, yeah. At Andy T. Wood. Where else can people find you on the um, That's pretty much it. I don't have a site. I'll probably, if you ask for a friend request, I'll probably say yes on Facebook, so. You can't say no. I can't say no. Yeah. yeah. Even if you don't like the person, you're like, oh, this what am I person. Gonna do? I'm, I'm going to start now. Why would I start saying no now? Yeah. <sighs> and then, um, of course, the, the awesome Bridgetown website, which we referred to earlier, which is at. BridgetownComedyFestival.com. There you go. There are hyphens there? 
<laughs> that also bugs me. Backslashes. When someone's like something.com backslash. No, do you know what a backslash is? It's the opposite of what you're saying. You're just saying slash. You want a forward slash. It's leaning forward. Although I have to say, I was listening to uh, Pod F Tomcast, and he does mention the ASD store has that slash on the end of it. And that saved my bacon the other day because I was trying to I was trying to send out a link to AST store because of the new Kirkman album. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, there's a slash on the end of that. I think Backslash is going to be the name of my new Guns N' Roses tribute band. Nice. <laughs> no, it actually should be a Slash solo album tribute band. It should be a retrospective of, yeah, hits that, and Slash, just all done by Slash. Right. Yeah, yes. what you just said. That's right. Actually, you know who my favorite GNR member is? Dizzy? Izzy, Izzy Stradlin. Okay. Because his name is also a question. Is he struggling? Is he? Probably. Yeah, Yeah, about this time of night? I think he is. Hardly working? (laughs) No, man. There's your name. There's your stage name. I can't... I thought of a good stage name. I can't think of that. Um, What what else do you have on the horizon? Cool. Um, I'll be in Laughlin, Nevada, June 10th, 11th, and 12th. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Have you been there? I've driven through there. I've I've stayed the night there once, actually. I was looking it up on... uh, Wikipedia, I didn't realize it's, it's not even really a city. Oh, no. It's across the river from a city that yeah. uses that as their casino stop. Yes. It seems fascinating. Yeah. It's, it's basically, it's basically take, take kind of the... It's the bottom corner of Nevada. It's yeah, the very... Take, take, the, take, the, take the, the strip in Vegas circa like 1985 before the mega casinos were built. Mm-hmm. And then slap that, just that part. Nothing else. Right, right. <laughs> There's really nothing else there on the new it's, it's I can't wait to see what it is, yeah. Are you performing? Just featuring there, yeah. Featuring just doing it. three nights at whatever the club is there. Laughing McPooters. Yes. Okay. Jo- jokey time. Jokey, jokey place. <laughs> jokey. What was it again? What was it? Oh, wait, we could jokey really... place, yeah. Jokey, jokey place in Jakey Town. Yeah. Yeah. Jokey place. Was it Jokey Place? All right. I can't yeah. believe you guys have already forgotten Jokey Place. Jokey place. I have. How quickly? I thought. We would always have jokey place. That's why. Well, that's it didn't meet Ernie's expectations in the first half of the show, so we had to. Yeah. yeah. I um. That's my going to be my excuse for everything. That I have ADD. <laughs> you haven't had enough taurine today. I do not. I will not consume the taurine. Andy has had. Too I much have had taurine. enough. I didn't realize they have warnings on this. It says consume responsibly. Limit three cans per day. If you had three sixteen-ounce cans, doesn't Cargo drink that stuff like it's water? <laughs> yeah. Not that's why sugar. he talks so fast. That's why. His reputation for being quick-witted is based solely on his <laughs> substance-based. His, his incredible touring consumption. That's why his career took off. It wasn't the podcast. It was the, the influx monster, of energy drinks. the monster energy the, drink? Maybe, yeah. we should, maybe we should take a page of the Never Not Funny book. Start drinking monster. Start drinking Although, aren't they in the pockets of... Uh, or, I mean, weren't they started by... Big, 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 <laughs> big, big energy? Tory. Big Tory, no. Um, <laughs> big corn syrup? Michael Savage is involved somehow. Maybe his son started the company, I think. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right, look yes, that up. Yes, that's true. I'm doing it. I'm Is on, it true, I'm really? Right yeah, that's absolutely true. Oh, really? Well, do I need to look it up? Probably not. Monster. Where do you guys stand on conspiracy theories? Let's get real here. It's a load I, of shit. Yeah, I'm at, the, I'm at the same place with that as I am with everything. I'm, like, just a huge skeptic now, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, a skeptic of the status quo or of the conspiracy theories? Of every... I'm just skeptical of everything. Right. What do you got? Think, yeah. <laughs> um, what are you skeptical about? What do you got? Uh, oh, it's Hanson's. The, the juice company or the band? Hanson Natural. Well, yeah, both. Okay. They, they, Zach, they, they Isaac, and uh, Taylor. Yeah. Um, uh, 
yeah, I, my, my theory, because we talked a little bit about this with uh, James Adomi, and... Um, um, like I love Simpson conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that, I honestly think that it's it's one of those things where, that's not to say that there isn't conspiracy and collusion in the world. However, right. I think the conspiracy and collusion in the world is much more mundane right, than right. like the reverse vampires and league with whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's um, yeah. you know. Uh, and it was Sam Proof, we talked about it. Oh, it's Sam Proof too, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's just like, we landed on the moon. Right, you right, know, right. We didn't, there wasn't a sound stage where we faked the moon landing. It's like, you know. But I get I get the motivation for wanting to buy into conspiracy theories because it's comforting to think that there is this level of competence that there just isn't. You know, like that's the biggest thing about conspiracy theories is right. like the myth of competence. Like yes, this yes. government hasn't shown its ability to do anything with the level of right. secrecy and effectiveness as these things that you're ascribing to it. On Why would you think scale, it could? On a, on a small scale, if you told me that, if you told me that. SEAL Team 6 was sent into Bin Laden's compound with the, hey, bring him back alive, wink, wink. Right. I would believe that. That I would believe. Yeah. But But that's barely a conspiracy. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're saying James would argue that they didn't even kill him and there's no, because they didn't show anybody. Well, and also because, and also because that 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 was an inside job. But that's the biggest, that's the one that, because what what could happen for that is I get maybe someone knew this was going to happen and didn't act as much as they could on it but why would you bother to involve yourself in the planning of it when it could be as effectively right. done the way it was with like it's Occam's Razor like why yeah exactly exactly Occam's Razor is what it comes back down to so that's the thing is is if you, if you want to say that that you know the CIA came and put a dossier on on Bush's desk or Clinton's desk or any president's desk and said, these are the guys that are planning to attack the United States. Here's the things that they are considering doing. Truck bombs, fly planes into buildings. And and whomever said, eh, whatever. Yeah, that's happened. not a conspiracy. Yeah. You know, it's like, look, they tried to blow up the World Trade Center and it was a lot of the same people that were involved in the actual blowing up of the World Trade Center. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, this... This is not a conspiracy. I mean, it's right. a conspiracy in the classical sense of there's a bunch of dudes sitting in a room somewhere going, we should fly some planes into those buildings. Right, right. But it's right. not like Skull and Bones calls a meeting. Oh, George, brother George W. Bush <laughs> must destroy the World Trade Center in order to foment our military industrial complex. That sounds more like the Legion of Doom. <laughs> That's what it is. It might as well be. Shall we plant superfluous explosives that can be traced back to us? I think we should. Of course. Why wouldn't we? Why would we trust the planes alone? But, yeah. It's Moriarty that Napoleon of crime is really what it is. Yeah, so it's that kind of BS is, is exactly that. Yeah. I just, I, what is it, the two can keep a secret if, if one of them is dead. Kind of <laughs> it's like eventually that shit comes out. Yeah, know? and if, if you believe the initial things when they were the whole like analyzing the exact wording of pull the building. So they were thinking that these reporters were even told about this, and we're using this terminology impl- right, right, right. Impl- Im- implying they knew there were right. bombs. That were, like, so if you were going to have a conspiracy and involve reporters and trust that they're, right, 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 that right, would right, be the right. dumbest conspiracy in the world. Yeah, right. <laughs> or would it? <laughs> and and it, it's it's religion. I mean, it's it's another form of religion. It's, it's the thing that, that gets me about conspiracy theory in general is. The, the level of intelligence that most of the people who believe in that kind of stuff have. Yeah, yeah. It takes some intellect to work that stuff out. Right. But it's like, ultimately... But that intellect could be used so much more effectively because they can create these elaborate narratives, so why not go write a good movie we could right. watch? Like, you or put so much games. work... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there was creativity and there was... Right. They're fun to read, so use it for something we can all enjoy. 
Uh, and on that note, what else do you hate? Do you have anything you want to get, get <laughs> off your chest? You I think it's good that I've shown my, my true colors because I think the last podcast appearance I made, it came off as too nice, but I, don't, I hate a lot of things. Yeah. Did you hate that? Did yeah, I hate that. Know? Yeah, totally. I think I've, I've gone over most of the things that I hate. All right. You can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at, at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. I'm Lindsay Doolin. Getting shaky at the town with the radio. Am I supposed to say something? Well, you were all leaning into the mic like you were about I, to. That, that was I was that was a piece of business. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, so cool. Well, it's been, been been a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, we yeah, thank you so much for letting us in your palatial estate. Thank you for coming. <laughs> we'll try to avoid the Ron Jeremy uh, double penetration. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not really happening. It is kind of porny here. It's very porny. Oh yeah, which is alright. Just okay. the, the relative porn index in the air is very the high. RPI. <laughs> this, I, I think, I think the RPI here is higher than than most places in the valley, except for maybe Chatsworth. Oh yeah, Chatsworth is excruciating. Now. Chatsworth is ground zero for the RPI. You can just there's just porn falling from the skies. Yeah, there is porn falling from the skies. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to worry about the Japanese meltdown. You know. The fallout, the porn fallout there is. Is that yeah. still going on? <laughs> is that still a thing? Oh, you guys believe there was a tsunami? Uh, yeah. Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you probably watched it. You're one of those types. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mainstream I, media would have you believe there was a wave. Yeah. All CG. Quote uh, unquote. Uh, big, big water. Would yeah. Want you to believe. Big water. They're in the pocket of big water. Yeah. <laughs> big ocean water. Yeah. Um. God damn it! I, no, seriously, is that? I mean, it is. It's it's still ongoing. I heard like, like, like NPR mentions it like maybe once a week, and I accidentally hear it every now and again. So mentions what the, the, the radio radioactive yeah, yeah, fallout the, the the Japanese power plant, which I presume is still close to meltdown. I haven't. Quote, wait, it melted down, right? Yeah, it's, it's it's melted. What is the definition of meltdown? Well, Whatever has to melt, melted. I think, right? The stuff is but, out there, but it's still like it's still broken, right? It's yeah, it's, it's still yeah. I think it just has to dissipate over. To, you can't do anything. You can't. Well, we contain it. Is it contained? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's contained now. Okay, I hadn't it, heard. I hadn't heard. It was a lot more uncontained than they had previously disclosed. Okay. Well, so what's the long, is the long-term problem mostly in, like, groundwater or yeah, in the air? or Probably groundwater. Yeah. All the above. Um, I still believe, I'm a strong believer in nuclear energy. You know, it's... Can't do it. Can't do it without it. It probably is a good thing to... Yeah, it's, it's too easy to write it off because of the occasional... It's, it's probably worth... It's a lower... I've lost all eloquence because of Monster. I'm going to stop talking. I say we just build all windmills. All windmill energy. <laughs> if there's anything you take away from this podcast today, it's that Brody Foster never believes in windmills. You're back in windmills. Windmills and dikes. I think the Dutch have it right. Just... Oh, hey, hey, hold on a second. Lesbian. <laughs> you listen more to me. Yes. You really do. I think you need to give it another try. You guys need to wear some more wooden shoes. He's from Portland. I think he can say dikes. Oh, Portland. There's a lot of lesbians. There are. Mm. And we'll end it there. It's some of the listeners' podcasts. Good for them. So let's say hi. Hi. Hello, um, lesbians. Hey, how you doing? Um, well, yeah, again, thank you for being on the show. <laughs>
Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, until next time, Shaky Town listeners, I am Brody Foster Hubbard. I am I the Lord Mayor? Did we decide that? <laughs> and I'm Gene George. And I'm Andy Wood, and the powers that be have instructed me to say fuck you, but I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say have a pleasant day. Uh, he is a pushover. He's a total pushover. You can say no, you can say no. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> so bad did you really think we'd feel so bad the song on this episode is andy as performed by nico case it was originally done by mike o'neill of the canadian band the inbreds but this version appears on nico case's canadian amp ep originally you could only get the cd at one of her shows on one of her tours it is now available for wider release from Lady Pilot Records. You can find out all about Nico Case, one of the greatest singers and musicians in the world in the history of all time at nicocase.com. Did you really think you'd leave so fast?